0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, CuttersEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954
1: 472 Friday, good morning, boys and girls. Time to rock and roll on the show. Sorry, a little late there. Had a little uh, technical snafu. Hopefully, Alarmo fixed it for us. He's, he's pumped up. He's ready to go. He's trying to keep uh, his composure. He's looking at you guys right there. There you go. He's got the fist up, ready to go. He's pumped. All right, all right, all right. We are at Caneswear in Davie where they are uh, blowing. They're doing a lot of blowing right now. Okay? That's what they're doing. They're doing a lot of blowing. You got me there oh i see you got a yeah yeah you got almost uh my entire head cut off there that's a lot better that's a lot better okay there you go there you go that's good so apologies for the noise if you hear in the background but you know they're they're doing some of the landscaping so we got to uh i got one of those in my house Except I got the electric one, not the gas one. I'm trying to be a little bit more green. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, we we, got to get a dispensary as a uh, sponsor. Speaking of green. Anyway, welcome aboard. It is time to have some fun. We are at Canesware. Yes, sir. Ready to rock. We're in Davie, 2511 South University Drive in Davie. So if you want to come on by... You work close by. You live close by. Come on, man. Come on out here. We'll be out here till uh, 1 o'clock. We got Sean standing by our side as always. Got a loaded weekend. The Heat and the Cavs tonight. The Blackhawks and the Panthers tonight. Uh, congratulations to UM winning against Wake Forest. We'll see what they do against Duke tonight. Duke is favored by 2.5 in that game. Inter-Miami and NYCFC tomorrow, okay, yeah, tomorrow will be NYCFC, and, uh, and, uh, inter-Miami at 7.30, no, 7 o'clock, actually, right, let me see, um, 7, 7 o'clock, so we'll, uh, we got a long weekend here of, uh, or a lot of things going on this weekend, in uh, in local sports, so that's good stuff there. Got some Dolphins news to talk about. We got Ira Winderman joining us at the bottom of the hour. Manny Navarro will stop by at 11 a.m. Uh, we will stop, We'll talk to Scott Pianowski at noon, and Cameron Wolf. The Wolf Pack will be unleashed at 12:30. So that is the absolute loaded program today. Uh, remember you could go back and listen yesterday Robert Jones offensive lineman guard for your Miami Dolphins he was with us yesterday he was really really good so if you want to check it out and for those of you that might be popping in and out um, Nick Hicks to his trainer was on with us last week Skyler Thompson on with us also Uh, we are setting up a uh, you know, more interviews with, uh, some current and former dolphins. So, you know, you never know when we're, and we got a couple planned for next week already. So we're, we're kind of locking those in too. So we're going to try to keep up with some of our dolphin players, current and even former, uh, throughout the off season to kind of get you that, you know, that football fix, you know, throughout the year, we got free agency coming up now. So we'll see what the boys do in free agency and then uh and then the draft obviously and uh hopefully we'll uh we'll have some news soon on where we're going to be holding the draft show okay eventually though will you know though they'll, they'll blow it all away that's what she said i was gonna say
2: the problem is the wind's blowing it back at us a little bit there's a very little breeze, but enough to blow the leaves around.
1: Yeah, you are correct. Uh, night, uh, night. Thank you for the love and the super chat. He says uh, Tyreek Chubb and Armstead restructured forty-five plus million. Yeah, I mean it's come on, man. It's no big deal. They're they're gonna get it done. They're not in. They're not in this cap hell that they can't put back some money. And you're see the. The thing about the Dolphins right now, it's, do you want to win? Dolphin fans, do you want to win? I want to win. You want to win, right? And you got to try to make your run now. And that's what they're doing. And last, you know, they, they wasted a lot of time the first two years with Flo because he couldn't come up with the offensive staff that they needed, right? So then, now you bring in McDaniel. And you fast forward everything and you saw what happened last year. Tua played lights out. Tyreek, Waddle had, you know, record breaking years. They were awesome last year. The offense was one of the best offenses in the NFL and they could score a crap ton of points, which is what you need in today's NFL. And what are you going to do? You're going to make a run. Why? Because you need to do this before you're forced to pay for Tyreek. I'm sorry, for Waddle and for Tua and for Jalen Phillips. So these are all guys that you're going to have to pay them big time money by the time their contracts roll around. So you've got to buy yourself some time and you've got to get there, right? So now you're going into year four of Tua, right? You're going into year three of Waddle and year three of Jalen Phillips. So you've got to try to make your run now. So I believe they will be aggressive in free agency. They'll sign a player or two in free agency that they'll add to what they need now. And then they'll re-sign the guys that they need to re-sign and, and move forward because the Dolphins are trying to make a run now. That's why I told you that it was a blessing and a curse what happened this year with Tua? obviously a curse because we don't want to see anybody get injured. We certainly don't want to see anybody suffer head trauma. But the only blessing out of it is that because you wasted two years with flow you know, on offense, you now have bought yourself another year's time because of the concussions, because you you don't have to give them the extension now. The only thing you really have to decide is whether you give them the fifth-year option or not because there's no – they have no leverage to ask for, for a big contract extension. The Dolphins have no reason to give him a big contract extension right now. See what I'm saying? So you bought yourself some time that you can even stretch it out to his his big money won't start coming in until year six or seven. So that'll buy you a little bit more time before you have to, you know, that big salary kicks in, and then that takes your cap completely out of whack. So what are you going to do? You restructure now, you put some stuff back, and you try to win now. So we're in Super Bowl mode going into 2023. I just want you to know that that just in case if you missed that, if you don't understand what they're trying to do is they're trying to win a Super Bowl. And so if you're going to try to win a Super Bowl, you got to do it right now. Restructuring tells you they're here to win right now. And this was, again, I don't care what anybody tells me, this was a team that just had a crap ton of bad luck last year. This was a really good team that injuries derailed their season. This wasn't a team that, like in years past, we're trying to kid ourselves. Maybe if if this happens or if that happens, we can sneak into the playoffs. We can maybe win a game. No, 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 no. This is the kind of team that can challenge for a Super Bowl. But they've got to be healthy, and they've got to add a couple of extra pieces. They added the defensive coordinator. Now they got to add some of the players. Let's see. It's all about winning right now. That's what the Dolphins are all about right now. They're all about winning, and you should be excited as a Dolphin nation that over the next couple of years – What they're going to try to do is win a Super Bowl. And they've got the kind of team that can win this division. And and where Buffalo is headed now, that's where Miami will be in a couple of years. You could say that the window for the Bills probably started to close this offseason here because now the Josh Allen salary and all these other things start to kick in and it changes the dynamics of their team. All right, Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Good morning, Big O and esteemed listeners. Gordon Shumway Shumway is in the house there. Uh, John Santos, by the way, is first. Kyle Cockrell is in. Dan is in. Frankie Fresco is in. Mel Piper is in. Uh, Two a time. Lisa Rose, Devin Jordan. You know, you've seen Cracciola. You've heard me mention that name, right? I, so. I met him at the Greta concert. He he uh, walked up to me and said hi, and uh, and uh, and he goes, "Hey, by the way, thanks. You're one of the few people that uh, says my name right." <laughs> uh, Omar Lopez is in. Michael Fisak in. Alex Alexis Palenzuela. Uh, Adriel Heat says, let's go, um, let's go, Miami Dolphins. This is our window of opportunity to get to that Super Bowl. Amen to that. Uh, GP Trap in, Green Lion, the Wayne D. Experience, Razzle Dazzle Crypto, and Jamie Lobo, and Karen S. In. And by the way, markets are. Wow. Wow. Hurting, bro. Hurting big time right now. I got to tell you. And the markets opened up today in the red. The Dow is already down 72 points. The S&P is down 24 points. The NASDAQ is down a little over a point. Bitcoin down to just under 20,000 right now, right? Yeah, 1980. 877, so 19.9, right around there. It's been hovering right around 20 now. Um, Got a good deal, actually, this morning. I just, uh, uh, with um, optimism, uh, I thought uh, that was a a really good buying zone right now. That is the one good thing. It's like uh, like, uh, with crypto right now, it's a bad thing, good thing. This is the way I look at it. It's a bad thing because... Overall, you got some FUD going on. You got a couple of banks that are struggling and, and closing down. And so the perception, right, it's not really there's anything wrong with Bitcoin or Ethereum or, or Optimism or whatever, you know what I mean? Or Illuvium or Cardano or anything. But the periphery, the stuff that the government is trying to do to screw you guys over and help rich people, help the powerful and so they're kind of uh, you know trying to attack, and then it creates doubt out there for people that aren't really following it, unfortunately. And then the good part is for those of us that understand what the hell is going on, what the, some in the government are trying to do, uh, we get to kind of uh, you know collect a little bit more at better prices, you know. And so that that's that's actually the. The beautiful part of it, you know what I'm saying? So you know that that's that's where it's a catch-22 with what's going on, you know, because eventually, I mean, look, the jobs, the job rate went again when we went down, three hundred and eleven thousand jobs or something. They thought it was going to be somewhere in the low two hundreds, so it came in at a much higher at a much higher uh, number which means more people are working. I believe more people have two jobs, actually. That's really what I believe. Because last time I checked, there's a crap ton of of people that are homeless. That hasn't changed. You know what I mean? I just think it's so expensive to live. And, you know, we thank Biden, of course, for making it even more expensive, which is what Democrats do. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's just one of those things. And, you know, and then... Apparently, inflation now is going to go down a whole percent here in March. And yet, what are they going to do? The feds are going to raise the rates because not enough people are losing their jobs. How screwed up is that? That's how they bring inflation down, by putting people out of work. Like, where does that make any sense? And so then that creates FUD, and then you know liquidity is is everything, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't have the liquidity, that's 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 where you have those issues. Unfortunately, it's a shame. Uh, do, Big O, do you think Ali is still a good deal at four cents? Yeah, it is now because it was up at nine. So yeah, it's it's good now. It's a it's a good deal. I mean, listen, I got in at under a, a penny. So I'm, you know what I'm saying, but at four cents, uh, I think Aletheia liquid intelligence token, which is what you're talking about, just in case people don't understand what Ali is. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, eventually that company's going to blow up. You know, I've been a big, I've been a big supporter of that company. And, um, right now I know I'm, I'm playing with house money cause I already took all my profits. And my investment out, because I got it under a penny, and it went all the way to nine cents. So I'm more than nine times my money. So I got out, you know. And so I'm playing with house money now. But if nobody, if you haven't been in on it, I think at four cents, because it bounced around between five and six for a while. And now with this dip, it went down to four. I think it's a good one. That's why I got into optimism now. I got it in at two dollars. Uh, that thing was closer to four dollars. So it was like a three seventy and uh, i love optimism so that's one that's why i'm saying that this creates doubt out there but for those of us that follow the market it also creates an incredible opportunity in certain things gala games is at an incredible discount right now uh so is cardano all right let's do it let's talk a little basketball ira winderman and our acura pembroke pines miami heat and nba report
0: next keep fans time for the best insight of your favorite team with insider ira winderman exclusively on the big o radio show it's the acura of pembroke pines miami heat and nba report here's ira winderman
1: all right here we go ira winderman how you feeling my man you feeling good
3: I, you know what? I'm feeling almost as anxious and uncertain as I've been on every time I've come on our accurate Pembroke Pines reports on Monday and Friday because, Big O, getting a read on this team, oh. getting a feel for where this might be headed. Hey, it, it, it's sort of like what you're talking about when you're talking about your Bitcoin and your crypto. It is such a speculative market on the heat. The heat are up. The heat are down. We just can't get a read. And you know what it tells us? The heat are right in the middle. They're a mediocre team.
1: Yeah, that's what they are. I, I, there has been no up at all all season. It's been a mediocre team all year long. Um, you you can't shoot threes. You, you know the the, the loss from Cleveland last night, uh, t- two nights ago. And and I got to tell you, when when I hear Jimmy talk, well, I don't look at the standings. And you know, oh, are we in the playing game? Come on, man. I mean, are we stupid here or something? He knows where they stand. Uh, th- th- there's conversations in that locker room. The, the coach has got to have, got to catch their attention, tell them, hey, we're way down in the standings here. We're going to be playing extra games for no reason at all. It's just, you know, sometimes I just wish people wouldn't treat us as, you know, it's uh, it, like Bill, Bill Clinton telling us, oh, I didn't inhale. I mean, come on, bro. I'm out. Uh, I'm not stupid. I wasn't born yesterday. And uh, some of the things that Jimmy has said this year with we're getting bored with the process and all this other stuff, sometimes I really question what the hell is really going on in that place.
3: I would put it this way, as opposed to other years, and I know this will sound harsh if it's aggregated, but I'm not sure they care that much. And by that I mean is I think Jimmy has seen the heat pattern of, of struggle in the playoffs, then you uh, Jimmy arrives, you make the NBA Finals, then you get swept in the first round, then you go to the Eastern Conference Finals, then you have an off year. I think Jimmy Source accepts it as it's going to be an every-other-year experience here, number one. Number two, you get a player like Bam Adebayo. What was his real goal entering the season? Get more shots, become more part of the offense, and keep campaigning for that damn defensive player of the year award. He's checked some boxes. What was Tyler Hero's goal for entering the season? He wanted to be an NBA starter. He checked that box. Why was Victor Oladipo's goal entering the season? He wanted to be noticed again as having his moments. He's created his moments. And and I'm not going to get to Kyle Lowry because I'm sure you will. But what I'm saying is –
1: By by the way, Oladipo hasn't done anything except prove once again he's still – I disagree with you on that. He's unreliable. He, he is, but that's what I'm saying. He continues well, to be unreliable.
3: Moments. He's created moments. In other words, I always joke when I go out and play tennis, and I get whack one 6-1, 6-1, I can still put together a highlight film because I hit six good shots, so I can give that to the six o'clock news and not look terrible. I think that's where Victor Oladipo is. He can have a. He can have four bad games, and then he has the game like he had the other day. You know, coming coming back. You know, before that, he played Cleveland, and you look at him and you go, "Oh, Victor Oladipo is back." He can get it done. Look what he did. That's where the Heat stand right now is they stand as a team that it just seems like the winning is not the be-all, end-all. You know what, Big O? It's that phrase the Heat always use, the main thing being the main thing. Big O, I'm not so sure this season that the main thing has been the main thing for the Miami Heat. I think they look in the mirror and they realize, you know what? Boston's better. Milwaukee's better. Philadelphia's better. We could bang our head against this wall all we want but we're not a top two and not top three. Honestly, the way the Nets and Knicks have played, the Nets for a stretch, the Knicks now, and not top four or top five team, I think it's dawned on the heat in these four months into the season, they know who they are.
1: So in other words, the season's over.
3: The season is, no, no. The season is headed to the exact conclusion that we all see right now. Go to the playing round, maybe escape the playing round, get waxed in the first round unless they somehow can conjure a way to play Philadelphia and regain their mojo like they did in the second round last year yeah that's where it's headed I, you know what you you don't have it's just like you speculate on on, on all your cryptocurrency you aren't buying Miami Heat stock now that it's down you know it used to be people oh they you know they're down they're number 7 they're going to come back up Now's yeah. the time to bet the championship odds no one's doing that the heat are who we thought they were two, three, four months into the season. It's just the reality. They'll they'll finish among the top half of the teams in the NBA. That's not what they play for. So I think there's almost a thought of, okay, let's move on to the next thing.
1: So will this team be blown up in the offseason?
3: It's not as easy to blow up. It's kind of interesting looking at what the Dolphins did today with Tyreek Hill and restructuring his contract. In the NFL, you can create money out of nothing. You can move things around. The NFL might talk about a hard cap and all that, but there's much more freedom, especially Big O with non-guaranteed contracts. So there's two questions you're really asking me here. Should the Miami Heat blow it up? Yes, I agree with Orlando Alzagari on the accurate Pembroke Pines report. Can the Miami Heat blow it up? So easy, my friend, in today's NBA. Because can you get a taker for Kyle Lowry? Can you get a taker for Duncan Robinson? Can you replace Gabe Vincent and Max Struess so you don't overpay them and find value when you have no freedom other than the taxpayer mid level exception? That's the deal. And can the Miami Heat moving forward with the contracts of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and maybe, although probably, Kyle Lowry on the books, get anything more out of their roster. Man, Andy Ellisberg might be the wizard of the cap. He might have gotten Jimmy Butler with absolutely no cap space available. But I'm not so sure that this isn't Andy Ellisberg's biggest salary cap challenge he's had since becoming the Miami Heat's general manager.
1: You didn't mention Jimmy Butler. Is is that because it's going to be impossible to find a team that will take him?
3: I didn't mention Jimmy Butler because he has achieved and maybe even overachieved this season. I know, Big O, you're going to harp on me on the 15 games missed. There's been none missed since mid January. He busts his ass every night. He's what I want to see if I was a fan, as someone who watches their games as an NBA insider or expert. Jimmy Butler gives you everything he's got. Now, I'm not arguing that. This is just like your crypto discussion before I came on. You always bet on the future, big O. So I understand when you buy something at a penny and it goes up to nine cents, you're nine times stronger. I get that. I'm saying in the moment when we're talking about failure or non-failure, Heap Report Card, we'll certainly get to that on our accurate. Pembroke. By by the way, by by the way,
1: by the way, Mark Cuban is one of the owners in that company.
3: Yes. So, okay. So then, so then you're in a good place right there also. So I can't wait to see you on shark tank one day, big O, but that, that's another story when you go in front of the sharks, there we go.
1: Listen, I'm looking into this company and I'm looking at all the owners and I look and I go, son of a bitch, he's in this thing. I'm in.
3: No, I want to see you walk in in in. front of, I want to see you walk in front of Mr. Wonderful and going, I've left terrestrial radio. I've created a product like none other in my market, We go national, have international followings. Sharks, I'm going to offer you a one-time deal, and then I want to see how much you get out of them. So I'll, I'll wait for that. And when you get your payoff from Mark Cuban there, we can talk more Mark Cuban.
1: Mr. Wonderful isn't very uh, loved in the in the crypto circles nowadays with a lot of his uh, deceiving stuff that he did with FTX. But anyway, you were saying on the basketball side.
3: I was saying on the basketball side, Jimmy Butler's had a really good season. And, and Big O, yeah. you speculate on the future. I get that.
1: I worry and about that. That's what I worry about.
3: We've yeah. seen older players, certainly. We saw Tim Hardaway back in the day. We're seeing Kyle Lowry right now. I get that. But if anyone is committed to not look bad, to care every moment he's on the court, it's Jimmy Butler. I always use this phrase. You can argue whether Jimmy Butler's a great teammate or not, flying out to LA on his day off, some of his other adventures, Argentina, South America on the All-Star break. Jimmy Butler is a great game mate because when Jimmy Butler is on the floor and playing, he will do whatever he can to his every last ounce of breath to get that win. So, no, I'm not questioning Jimmy Butler from this season. You're in the speculation business. I get that. But living in the moment, Jimmy Butler has done everything and more that's been asked of him this season.
1: I I have no problem with what he's done this season. Uh, I I don't like the amount of games he's missed because I think it's kind of a a trend that's going to continue uh, the rest of the way. I just worry about a body that is clearly breaking down. And he puts a lot of wear and tear on that body because when he plays, he plays hard all the way through. And his game is a physical game. He has no finesse to his game. Whereas you know Dwayne Wade, as he's getting older, he's got the fade away. He's got the he's got the uh, little uh, what's that uh, when he would drop it in from that uh, floater. You know, that floater, right? You know he he did things that he developed a mid range. He did things to keep himself a little bit more fresh, instead of you know, uh, you know, fall, what is it? Go drive eight times, fall down seven, or whatever the hell that means. Fall seven
3: times, get up eight. No, I get yeah, all that. Look, he gets well, to the foul line.
1: Right, but, right, but and, and think- Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't have that part of his game to help him age gracefully. His game is going to be—he's going to—he's the smaller version of Moses Malone. That Moses Malone, as he got older, he was just right under the basket and he was just bodying people and just, you know, getting his points. And, you know, so to me, that that doesn't translate well to the future. And I worry about that. And if I'm the Heat, see, I've always said this the day they acquired Jimmy, I said, you have to go acquire a star that's better than him. And they were never able to do that, unfortunately. And if Jimmy continues to decline, because that's the only natural thing that's going to happen over the next couple you, of you're years. you're
3: saying, Big O, you're saying continuing to decline. That's a decline yeah. That decline hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. He's, You know, I know it sounds weird to you because I understand. I'm saying he's only missed 15 games. And and how many more
1: victories would you have if he played those
3: 15 games? But that's not today's load management NBA, and it's not just Jimmy Butler. It's Joel Embiid with his injuries. It's James Harden missing time, not even getting to Kyrie, or your favorite KD. It's just where the league is right now. You signed to play 82. You actually play 67. It's where they are right now. And I'll tell you one thing about Jimmy. Jimmy is a basketball savant. He is a basketball genius. I think if anyone can figure out a way to do it, it'll be Jimmy Butler. Does he need help? Sure. But you know what, Big O? The Heat said, here's your help. His name is Bam Adebayo. Here's your help. His name is Tyler Hero. Good, but not good enough.
1: By the way, Bam uh, shot only 11 times against Cleveland. I I need more than that. And
3: and rebounded only once. Look, I I chronicled that today in today's Sunset online yesterday. That's not acceptable. He said the the rebounding gods weren't with me. Everyone
1: is entitled to oh, yeah. a one-off. What the F, dude? What yeah. the F? Hey. Nope. No. No, you're not entitled down the stretch when you're playing for your playoff lives. You, you got you got to come through. You got to win. You're home. This is kind of what we've talked about. Okay, you're, you're home for a stretch here. Take advantage of these games. And you let that one slide. Absolutely. Bam cannot have an off night. That, that that's not acceptable.
3: But and we'll see tonight. Stretch, and we'll, one and we'll rebound, see tonight.
1: Yeah, he's got to shoot more too, man. Stay in the 1820 range like you were before, man. They need you. They don't have enough offense. I, so they and need I and his agree. baskets and are wins. easy. And by the way, his baskets are easy baskets because he's such a talent that. You can't stop his offense around the basket. He's
3: awesome in that sense, and he shot a, and he shot a high percentage, even though he took those few yeah, shots. Yeah. But I agree. You don't know want to eleven, man. This comes back to what you and I say in our accurate Pembroke report re, Pines reports twice a week. Also, Bam's a star. He's not a superstar. Could Bam get to superstar? I'm not sure. Same thing with Tyler Hero. Star, not a superstar. Superstars. Giannis wins the championships. LeBron wins the championships. Steph Curry wins the championships. I'm gonna put Kawhi Leonard in that group. Kawhi Leonard wins the championships. Dirk wins the championships. Dwayne and Le- you know wins the championships. That's the thing. The Heat have some star players. There's a ceiling there. We'll now see if Jokic can break through the ceiling in the Western Conference. This league is about superstars. The Heat have given us some nice stars. That's why they that's where they are today. What's the latest on John Morant? You know what? This, I think, is a lot of behind the scenes, the league working not through the legalities, but the proper look and suspension or not. So he will not play through next week's visit here to Miami-Dade Arena when the the Grizzlies visit. He's out another four games. Basically, the league has tried to reel him in, and they're just trying to come out with the best approach and basically a, a, a mental health work plan. I think the league realizes this. They were very fortunate to escape any criminal charges because it was just a social media post. They need him to get the hell off of social media. I also think they need to reel in his entourage and his family because that can't continue also. You know what, Big O? The NBA is all about image creation. They know they have some guys whose image aren't the best, and they try to rework and finagle that. I think that's what they're doing right now with John Moran. They're going, hey, kid, you have everything in front of you. You could have been the next Steph Curry. You could have been the next level face face of the league. This isn't working. I think a lot of the, what do they call them in, in Hollywood, are like Ray Donovan, the fixers. I think the league's fixers are sitting down with him. We'll make this guy disappear. We'll make this situation go away. We'll cleanse this on social media. And I think they really are almost like your computer re-imaging John Morant. And when you see him next time, it's going to be a completely different thing. May not seem so sort of authentic, But that's what this league does, is they reformulate personalities. You remember the evil LeBron the first season when he was the villain? And the NBA realized, this doesn't work. You're one of our stars. Be the nice guy. And that changed. They tried it with Kyrie. They threw their hands up in the air. Now we'll see what they do with Ja.
1: Is this uh, a massaging Michael Jordan thing that – no, he's uh, retired. He's going to go play baseball, but he's really suspended. Or and John Morant, well, he's take he's taken some time away from the team, but he's really not suspended because the league is ha- hasn't really suspended him. He's- no,
3: he's t- he's still gotten paid right through. This is the league dealing with the social media era. If Michael Jordan's card playing and golf gambling and all of that happened during a social media era you know, we would have seen it on Instagram. We would have seen it on Twitter. He couldn't have escaped. I think the league realizes that the challenges are so much greater now. Everyone has a camera. Everyone has a phone. Every time Ja goes to a club, every phone in that building can be focused on it because, hey, there's some real TMZ money to be made there. So what the league is trying to tell him is don't go to the club, go home, at least for this season, maybe for next season. Now we'll see how receptive Ja is or isn't. We've seen NBA players who get it and stay out of trouble. And we've seen guys like Harden jetting off to Vegas and doing his thing because that's who he is. So it'll really be easy. It'll be fun to see how they try to massage his persona.
1: By the way, I scored uh, big, okay, by investing in a Mark Cuban company early on under a penny. And it soared to nine. It's down to four now, but it's all right. I, I made my money. I took it out already. But, um, and by the way, one of our, one of our listeners, Kyle Cockrell says, I got into Ali under a penny. Thanks to you. Um, right now, you know, Mark Cuban's a, a an owner of that company. Uh, Mark Cuban, is he happy about investing in the Kyrie coin? Because the, the results right now with
3: Doncic and Kyrie in the same lineup, um, uh, Not so good, my friend. No, they're they're going back to a 500 team. They don't have the support system. You know what? You might find Mark Cuban a brilliant investor in the markets, but his mistake with Jalen Brunson was probably one of the biggest boners pulled by NBA team that they could have kept him, they could have signed him to a better extension, or they could have gotten him in the offseason instead of letting him walk to New York. Probably when you talk about bad moves in free agency, you can talk about the bad contracts, but sometimes it's the ones you let get away. Jalen Brunson is great. You and I both doubted him. We've spoken about it in our accurate Pembroke Pines report. We had doubts, bad contract, hundred million. Who is this kid? Jalen Brunson.
1: Plus, he was bet. We thought he was benefiting
3: from playing under the shadow of Doncic, and he, he wasn't had, because he's out of Luca's scary. shadow and he's out of Julius Randle's shadow. And you can see the Knicks. Exactly. When he doesn't play, they lose to Charlotte. When he sits out the second half, they lose to Sacramento. So really, Mark Cuban, for all his good investments, he sold on something. He should have bought on. So keep that in mind, Orlando Alzinger.
1: And by the way, every time I watch the Knicks, uh, Thibodeau, you could tell loves that kid, like loves him, like you could tell him. A great I, kid. I, I, I don't know if he's his favorite player, but I'm gonna gamble that he's one of his two. If he, if you, if you cornered him and say, "Give me your two favorite players." I think Jalen Brunson is already one of his two favorite players on that team because every time I watch him, there's this there's this connection between these two, and it's almost like he enjoys playing for 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 Thibodeau actually.
3: Just like Jimmy Butler did, you know, he he drove Jimmy Butler's minutes into the ground, but Jimmy Butler didn't mind being driven into the ground because they had that common goal to win right. whatever it took. You can right. just see that mentality. That probably was the best free offseason free agency move. This summer, we'll see if the Knicks front office, if Leon Rose gets executive of the year.
1: So wait a minute. Kyrie didn't sign an extension with Dallas, right? Correct.
3: What happens this offseason? No, it's, you know, Dallas sold their future when they gave up Dinwiddie, was playing well with them, and they gave up, you know, uh, um, Dorian Finney-Smith, who was their top perimeter defender. Sometimes you sell your soul for the moment, and then you wind up with hard, difficult decisions. It's not only what whether the Mavericks will re-up with Kyrie, it's whether Kyrie will re-up with the Mavericks. You just don't know with that kid. They took a chance on the ultimate you know, volatile stock, volatile crypto in Kyrie Irving.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's funny because Brunson is a character kid, plays hard and tough, and Dinwiddie, pro's pro, dude.
3: He was with the first about. time at the Nets. He was with Dallas. He does what you want. But you search for greatness and you take chances in this league. Sometimes you get burned.
1: All right. Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heatbeat and follow his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Subscribe like I do so you can stay in touch with your Miami Heat. Ira, enjoy the basketball weekend. We will catch up on Monday, my friend. Monday
3: right back here, 1030 a.m., Accurate Pembroke Pines Report. Thanks, Big O.
1: Thank you, sir. There you go. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA report 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 and Pines. Man, it's a dealership that's it's the number one rated, it's the number one volume deal dealership in the United States. You know, I've been telling you about it number one in the Southeast United States for years now, for like 12, 13 years. Well. Now they're the number one in the country, man. I mean, that is just absolutely amazing. Get on down there. we got a service center led by Mike Chan and Jordan Ferber. They do excellent work. You're going to love those people there. So if you own or lease an Acura, great place to get it serviced. And, of course, they've got a large selection of brand-new vehicles and certified pre-owned vehicles. Get on down there. Tell them that Big O sent you. Buy or lease at Craig Zinn's
0: Acura of Pembroke Pines you've been listening to the acura of pembroke pines miami heat and nba report with ira winderman when you're looking for award-winning service and great deals from the number one volume acura sales dealership in the southeast united states you go to craig's in acura of pembroke pines at 15601 pines boulevard in pembroke pines
1: okay there we go uh, by the way, do you think, uh, okay, Ali, well, what was I seeing here? Robert Triana says now my chance to get in on Jasmine. I, I, dude, I bought some more Jasmine last night when it got down to, I think it's at 47. I think I got it and it was, I think it's at 48 right now, which is at under half a penny. I picked it up last night at 47. I said, man, or yeah, yeah. 47. It wasn't 46, 47. That's what it was. It was under a penny, uh, under half a penny. And I was like, okay, but, you know, I believe in it. Now, again, you could do your own homework and, you know, but uh, so that's another one that I'm trying to, you know, that and uh, Star Atlas. Those are two that are still under a penny and they've gotten actually Star Atlas like at a third of a penny, man. Uh, that one is uh, really good. Triana says, now's my chance to get on Jasmine. I hope we hit, bro. I hope we hit on that one. Um Jamie says good morning Big O Sean Finns Nation from San Jose. Hope everybody's doing well. It's raining and constantly. It's raining constantly over here and it's cold. Weirdest thing, huh? How much it snowed in California. Holy shit, dude. What about all the service jobs? No one is working in service jobs. Uh where are they working? They're working Jonathan, they're working, bro. They're working and, and it's not because the country is, oh, my God, we're powering through and all that. No, man, it's that it's so expensive to make a living, to survive. I think a lot of people have two jobs. Just think about it. Think about all the people you know, friends, family members. It ain't because, you know, your president and the government are doing this phenomenal job of turning our, our economy around or anything. No, dude. Too damn expensive. They got two jobs. I think John Moran's a good player in person and has a bright future. Yeah, but he's doing some stupid ass stuff right now, Mel. He better wake the hell up. Zeus is in the house. Olas, big sheepo. Why am I a sheepo? But it's like sheep. He wrote like S H E E P O. Why am I a sheepo? Uh, Eddie Lepp, good morning. He's in. Zach Morgan is in. Can't wait for the Dolphin defense this season. Can't wait for the Dolphin season, bro. Okay. I think Jimmy has three more solid seasons. I hope so, Frankie. I fear, really fear it, dude. Big O, any chance you get Ricky Williams on the show? We can try. We can try uh, Giovanni is in Greer starting his magic restructuring contracts. Let's see what transpires from this getting giddy. You should, you should, you should be so pumped about this season. Terry Lynch says, I dig the hat. Thank you. This is our inter Miami hat. One of our, one of my many inter Miami hats. Uh, big, I was I'm being sarcastic about, you. oh, Okay. G'day, Big O and Sean from Snowy Toronto. King Short is also in. Uh, Knight says, man, Doug Lee put out a video about the Tua hypocrisy. I was dying. Yeah, there's so much of it. It's, it. it's just ridiculous. It really is. It really is. Although, hey, we're, we're, I, I got to talk to Doug. I saw one of his videos, and he was talking about reports on... Tua and, you know, on Mike McDaniel and Tua, and he's got all these, and he doesn't put me. Like, he he put, like, the regular writers and stuff like that, and I'm like, what the F, dude? Like, just because I'm not a writer, I break as many stories as anybody else or more. Plus, I broke the Tua stuff before everybody else. That's not fair, Dougie. That's not fair. I saw that video. You excluded my ass from it. And I'm the one that broke the story. Before Darlington, before everybody else. Way before everybody else. You got to give credit where credit is due, man. Yes, sir?
2: Uh, Darius Slade on the trade block. Oh, the corner. Adam Thiest. Dealing. Oh, he's going to get released. He's I released. He's been released. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Unable to work
1: out a deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Zadarius wants out from uh, the Vikings too, but they don't want to release him. They're, they're, it's like, uh, yeah, no, I know we're resetting the team, but we're keeping you. It's like, uh, you know. <laughs> Robert Triana says, oh, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, thanks for everything. Oh, sports, crypto, words of wisdom. You guys rock. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Also, Marcel is saying that make that $56 million in salary cap space cleared by the Dolphins this week.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's FUD, bro. It's FUD. It's like, you know, it's, people panic and all that. Where, where I told you this offseason where they are lacking is in draft capital. And that's their weakness. But money was not going to be a weakness
2: yes he also put for clarity's sake this does not mean the dolphins have 56 million in space they started 17 million over right the cap so it puts them about 39 with this week and then others probably coming
1: yeah and that's more than enough that they'll need they'll be fine i'm not worried about it bro because when they re-sign these guys their first year salaries are going to be low so it's not going to be that bad. They'll be fine. I'm not I'm not worried at all about all of that. I I just told you in the opening segment what was going to happen. What they're trying to do. And they're making the run right now in the next couple of years. So they're going to be mortgaging the future. That's kind of the way it is. That's the way everybody does it. You know what I'm saying? When you have your opportunity, you go out and get the pieces that you need and you spend the money and you and you you know, push back some of the bonuses and all that kind of stuff. So, there you go. And, Robert, thank you again for the super chat. Uh, Don't forget, folks, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And, you know, we love our Bitcoin donation. And right now, with Bitcoin down a little bit, perfect time to make a Bitcoin donation to the show. Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show. You can send in your question, your comment, your insults. Also, at the same time on Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Uh, Actually, Bitcoin's trying to crack 20,000 again because it climbed up to 19,989 right now. You know what's been really strong? Ethereum. It's just over 1,400. It really hasn't gone down a whole ton. It's held pretty damn strong, man. Really has jasmine's up to 49 so those of us that got in on 47 uh yesterday you're watching that little bit of money starting to climb there a little bit i know it's gonna run and when it runs i'll be happy i'll be very happy that and star atlas those are my two long shots and uh i'm hoping that those hit boy if star atlas if star atlas could really like hit big Like big? Yeah. That would be good. That would be really good. Okay? Really, really good. Knight says, barring health, the road to the Super Bowl will have to come through the hard rock. Kevin Grant says, Big O, Roger is going to the Jets. It will be a disaster. It will be so glorious. Oh, God. It's going to be so glorious. You know? fsu baby this is an inter miami hat okay this is the m logo for them that they it's another logo of theirs that they have so yes that's an inter miami hat okay uh what else what are your thoughts on braxton burials um if they need a returner that's not a bad option they do need a returner all depends on the money of course but he could be an option. I don't think there's going to be this incredible market for Braxton Berrios. So I, I don't, if if somebody's interested in him, I don't think you're going to be fighting a ton of teams for him. Um, and Miami does need a returner. So we'll see. That kind of, uh, that kind of, that, that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, what?
2: You see what the Saints are doing? No They've what? offered uh, Jameis Winston a restructured deal to stay. Okay. would be, I guess, the backup, right? Yes. Because uh, Carr went there, right?
1: Right. So right.
2: Look to stay there, but he has till Wednesday to accept the offer. So,
1: let, well, he should, his agents should know if he has a chance to go compete for a starting job somewhere. That'll be the key. If he doesn't think he has a, ch- a chance to compete somewhere, then he probably stays there. That's all. That's what I think it is. The legs of the heron makes it that uh, that M for Miami folks on O's cap, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice way of explaining it. Good job by you. Very nice, Giovanni. Constantine Popa never lived up to the hype. Yeah, yeah, he did. Constantine Popa, have, bro, he turned into one hell of a security guard. All right, let's go. Hour number two, Manny Navarro, the Constantine Popa of Riders. That's a that's a terrible. That's a terrible. I'm sorry, Manny. That's an insult. All right, let's go. Manny Navarro, the Michael Jordan of Miami Hurricane Riders starts hour number two.
4: Band, then there's only one store to go to, and that's Kane's. There's no need to drive around South Florida wasting valuable time looking for a new or certified pre-owned Acura. Go to the number one volume sales dealership in the Southeast United States. Craig Zins Acura of Pembroke Pines. Purchase with pace and space in a dealership tailored to your needs. From home buying to providing that personal touch. Contact the 2020 Satisfaction Award winner Craig Zins Acura of Pembroke Pines. 888-776-5123. That's 888-776-5123. Or visit them at 15601
0: Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines Welton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes they're committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly call them for a free consultation 954-966-4646 at Welton Rayom they don't get paid unless you win Property Damage claims to your home, business, or condo as a result of a hurricane, Welton Rayom can help. Water, mold, fire, smoke damage, Welton Rayom can help. Call 954
5: 966 4646. When you move, When you move,
0: you need a reliable company led by passionate folks eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth. Call Essential Moving Experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long-distance moving needs. You can rely on Essential Moving Experts. Mention The Big O Show and get $150 off. Family-owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full-service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. Essentialmovingexperts.com.
4: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your Inner miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at canesware.com or innermiamiware.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where Inner miami and all Miami sports fans
0: shop the viewpoint statements, or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host guests or callers are not necessarily the opinions of fantasyxs.com media grouping ownership management sponsors or website time for Canes fans to get what they want information insight and perspective it's the Canes where Miami Hurricanes report with Manny Navarro exclusively on a big O radio show here's big O and insider Manny Navarro
1: there he is, locked and loaded, and ready to go. Good morning, my man. How are you doing, sir?
6: Good morning. Oh, I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Very good. Wasn't Constantine Popa a very good security guard? I was told
6: <laughs> he sure was. Uh, I don't know what else uh, Constantine Popa did uh, in terms of his basketball career after Miami. Did he play? Did he play overseas somewhere? Yeah, I, mean, I think he did seven, a little bit of overseas stuff. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, seven and, foot and guy. He told to me he
1: was a security guard.
6: I don't know. He <laughs> probably was. I'm not sure. That's a good story, though. That'd be an amazing uh, sight, right? You're trying to break into a place and you got a seven foot, uh, what is he? Seven foot four. Is a, well, how tall was he?
1: was seven four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a
6: security guard uh, staring at you. That'd be uh, a little intimidating.
1: Constantine Popa. Wow. <laughs> that was back in the Miami Arena days, bro.
6: Yeah. Back okay. uh, back when, uh, you, you know, you you were just excited to be a part of the Big East, right? And just to yes. be. Uh...
1: Yeah. And but let me tell you something. We had a couple of those games where Leonard Leonard's teams were really good. And we had like, I don't know, 11, 12, 13,000 mm-hmm. at, at Miami Arena. There were a couple of those games. I remember there was a, I want to say a Boston College game. There UConn, was. A lot of UConn U- games were, were well attended. Yeah, man. There were, there were a couple that in those years right before he left to the Washington uh Bullets then right i think it was the Bullets then still they might
6: have they might have switched
1: to Wizards by then i think he might was have there. been Wizards then already yeah. okay so yeah. the Wizards took him away which i you know that was michael jordan right wasn't it uh, michael's yep. team yeah that was right after michael retired yep yeah exactly and so um yeah they took him away from us and uh but leading up to that i remember we had a couple of those games that they moved them from the night center because that's where they used to play because they got so popular. They put them over in the Miami arena and we were all amazed that the university (laughs) of Miami basketball team was packing it in at the Miami arena, man. I I still remember that. That was pretty good, man. That was, that was, I don't think the young, the youngins may not know about that. Like you really 12, 13,000 went to a UM game once. Yeah, man. They actually did back in the day. They were pretty good. Yeah. Hey man. What? Our town is the best at getting on bandwagons. I mean, oh man, we are the bandwagon capital of, uh, of America, really, right? Right. We, we still probably own uh, World Series attendance records because we were in a football stadium. Yeah. And we were packing it in for, uh, for the boys in 97. So I'm sure we have, you know, uh, attendance records. I don't know what they are for the World Series. Why don't you look that up there, Sean? Attendance records for the World Series. Where do the Marlins rank? In single game attendance. I would have to think. Did the did the Rockies make it to the World Series at all with those teams when they were in the base when they were in the football stadium? You remember early, early on? I d I don't not, they didn't make the world right?
6: series early on. No, no right? I don't remember them getting it early on. No. Their their first yeah. World Series I remember was against the Red Sox, and I think that was like two thousand four. And they were already in in, in uh yeah. field. So yeah,
1: the Galaraga uh uh um, Dante, they made the playoffs. Dante they made the playoffs, Decombe, Suzanne Plachette teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they. They. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I. don't think so. I still remember that Galarraga home run he hit here.
6: Oh yeah. He oh second yeah. Second deck. Second oh. deck. I was there that day. Me oh, too. I, I was there the uh, the day of the championship parade. I, I my brother and I uh, got there early as hell. We got in the stadium fast. And you talk about the stadium being packed for a, a championship celebration. I never would have imagined eighty thousand people being in a. You know, in Miami for baseball, loving baseball that way. And a lot of older
1: men felt like pedophiles. She's only 16. (laughs) Every time they played that video of everybody's doing the fish. Yes, exactly. And that that young girl had the big jugs and everybody was going crazy over that video. And then later on, everybody finds out she's only 16. You're like, oh, man, all these men (laughs) had terrible thoughts in their minds every time they were doing the fish. (laughs) Hilarious,
5: dude. Hilarious.
1: (laughs) <laughs> anyway, all right let's get to it uh spring spring has sprung. What did you see in the game? Give me some give me some some positives. Well I mean look they just uh, wrapped up their first
6: uh, week of practice they're actually going on uh, spring break because spring break is next week for uh, for the University of Miami students. Uh, for my house my daughters their spring break is until two weeks from now so uh, but they're they're getting off next week and they'll be gone. Uh, no practices they'll resume I think on the 21st. Uh, of margins when they'll get back to it, but the first three days are in the books. They finally got into uh, pads yesterday, uh, a little bit. Um, you know, the, the headline really was that the true freshman Francis Mawigoa uh, got in with the first team at right tackle, um, uh, in the third practice. So everybody's all excited about that. Um, uh, I don't want to pee on anybody's parade, but I'm just going to say this. There's a lot of guys out this spring, and that's what I'm going to remind people with all of this stuff is don't worry about the depth chart so much. Uh, worry more about when when guys are back in the fall, what what this is really going to look like. And I'm not saying Maui Goa couldn't crack the starting lineup. In fact, I think he will. I don't know that he'll be necessarily a day one starter at Miami, but he could be a, a day three, day, day four starter for them. So uh, super talented lineman. I think him and Samson Okanlola, Lola, the, the two five stars are gonna make a huge impact here. They're both super athletic, uh, unlike other offensive linemen on this team. And so, uh, you know, that's it, man. I mean, it's I, I know we get excited because football's back for the spring, but it's like there's no games to prepare for. <laughs> there's no it's just whoever's healthy's out there, sweating, learning the new yeah. offense, going through stuff. So uh for me as as a guy who's done this twenty five plus years, it's like all right, there's not a whole lot of sex appeal for me to go out there other than to speak to the new coordinators, speak to the new assistant coaches, speak to the new faces, right? Go and introduce myself to those guys. Outside of that,
1: it's kind of meaningless. No, I I, I get it. It's true because really nothing that ever happens in the spring that even people get excited about really rolls over into the regular season anyway. And, it, and, and really, it's hard to measure, you know, what's re- and plus you're installing a new offense now right and all of this so yeah it's it, 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 until we actually see them on the field competing then we'll get a feel for how much this team has grown from last year because if there's one thing that Cristobal has to do he has to develop a much him and his staff have to develop a much better team this year that's more effective that is uh, more mature that is you know more consistent out there to me, that's the other thing that I'm going to measure is how 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 well are these guys playing? How few mistakes are they making? You know, that kind of stuff. I want to see how much have the coaches also prepared their players to succeed.
6: Yeah. And and, and setting up a culture, right, an expectation internally for for the way that they want to play. And I, I think, you know, we got a chance to talk to the coordinators on Tuesday after I had come on your show. Oh, um, you know, we, we kind of moved it up earlier in the day so that we could so that I could make sure I was there for their press conferences. But I, I really like the guys that he hired. I think, you know, uh, Shannon Dawson and, and Lance Guidry are both uh, hungry coaches. You know, they're both guys that are, I think, really still looking to make a name for themselves, even though they've been doing this for a long time. This is the opportunity. Right. Come to a power five program and get a group to overachieve. Versus, you know, live up to uh, whatever exterior expectations there are. I think, I think, you know, they they're used to coaching guys that aren't five stars and four stars, and and coaching guys that that also want to be, you know, that are hungry and want to prove themselves. So, I think that mentality is sort of setting in. I think last year when you had Josh Gaddis, uh, and you had Kevin Steele, you had guys that were just uh, had have been there, done that before, right? They've they've climbed to the mountaintop, they've been to the playoffs, they've played an important bowl games, coached uh, on championship teams, et cetera. So um, I think it's a different mindset um, with both of those guys, and I think that permeates into the locker room and permeates into uh, the
1: mentality and practice. I'm with you there. 20 players now transferred, so that's uh, yeah. a it's turnover now for for the Canes. Yeah, I mean,
6: it's kind of the, w- the way college football is now. Oh, I mean, you're just going to see a lot of guys year to year to year. That's why this recruiting thing is so – uh, complicated to figure out, you know. We we for so many years we would sit there and say, hmm, let's just look at the recruiting standings, right? Hmm, Miami's ranked fifteenth this year. They're ranked twelfth this year. They should be good, right? They've got all this. Well, not anymore, man. Like it's it's really more about turnover year to year to year, free agency in college football. And can you pick up the kind of transfers that'll make up for your losses? Can you can you bring in guys that are upgrades over what you had the season before? And I think Mario has done that in a couple of spots. I think the offensive line is going to be much better with Javion Cohen and Matt Lee, uh, part of this offensive line. But I still think he could use a legitimate number one cornerback. I don't know that they have that on the roster. I still think they could use a guy at wide receiver who can take
1: the top off. Uh, oh, yeah, number one wide receiver, I was going to say. Yeah.
6: yeah, I mean, I, look, Colby Young is super, physically he's super impressive. I mean, he's 6'4", 213 pounds. You go back and you put the tape on of the Virginia Tech and the Duke games where he where he scored touchdowns and made big catches, and you're like, okay, wait a minute, this guy could be a number one. But the reality is, you know, you'd rather have a little bit more Uh, depth at that position than you do right now in terms of speed on the outside. You don't really have that. You have a lot of unproven guys who've gotten some opportunities and not come through and delivered. So uh, I don't know that they'll find that in the transfer portal, but I guess my overall point with all of this is uh, you're always looking and the methodology uh, methodology of of what we're used to of building a roster in college football nowadays is just different. You don't just – recruit a, br- a bunch of freshmen year to year to year and hold on to them and develop them. It's, it's a constant process. And I think fans who, who casually tune in and don't watch college football and see how the, uh, the donuts are made year to year. This is the way the game is now. So uh, I think Mario uh, did a good job. I still think he can get more help in the portal.
1: All right. So talk to me uh, about uh, Mr. Gaddis in Maryland. Yeah, uh,
6: ends up uh, really back with Mike Loxley, who he's with at Alabama. Um, you know, Maryland's one of those interesting programs. Obviously, they've got Tua's younger brother there playing quarterback for him. Um you know they're in a, they also have a really ugly ass helmet all yes right, it, wait, it, i'm, so, I'm they, sorry
1: as i digress i'm sorry they,
6: they, they've got one of the ugliest sets of uniforms i've ever seen
1: in all honesty i completely agree with you oh <laughs> it's pretty bad they got so much <laughs> shit going on on that helmet it's like
5: what it the is. hell is that
1: dude what is wrong with you it, people
6: it, it really is uh embarrassing but uh look it's a first start for him uh you know I, he wasn't a fit at miami uh, from a culture from a uh, just, you know, getting the players in the wide receiver room to play for him. I think the moment he got that job and he got down here and he realized, Hey, this isn't, I don't, I don't have the same type of players I had at Michigan. I don't have the same type of alignment. I don't have uh, a Blake Corum in the backfield. I don't have a, a standout receiver. I think he sort of started whimpering to himself like, Oh, I got to get out of here quickly. And I think he coached that way. I think he, he coaches a guy who wasn't necessarily happy. And I think it rubbed off uh, in, in, in the room. And, and so now he gets a fresh start at Maryland. He'll get a chance to, uh, find his footing in the big 10 where I think he did have some success, obviously with Michigan, he might be better suited for that kind of football anyway. And, uh, so hopefully for him, it works out. I don't, I don't think Josh Gaddis is a bad guy. I just think he was a bad fit for Miami.
1: Oh yeah. I I don't know what kind of guy he is. He might be a, a fantastic dude. I just, I thought he did a piss poor job of adjusting to the talent that he had. And kind of forced a square peg in a round hole i didn't see i didn't see creativity from a coach and you know that's what you're gonna have you know you're gonna go through seasons where you don't have this you know look at eric spolstra okay so you're giving me Whiteside and deon waiters and tyler john okay well i'll try to make the best out of whatever i and he does mm-hmm. and then chris bosh is in and out of the lineup with a blood clot and then he's got to change the 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 offense and he adjusts. And if he has the big three, or if he has, you know, Jimmy Butler and company, the guy adjusts to whatever roster he has and then he plays accordingly. And that was my problem with Josh Gaddis that I get it, dude. You want to run your power, your power offense. It reminded me a lot of Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. He comes to the Dolphins and then he tries to run the Dallas offense, but he doesn't have the Dallas line or the Dallas running back. Right. And it's like, yo, dude, you you know, you got to go back and give Marino all the audibles. You can't give Marino a check with me system. What The hell is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, it well, can't be just either a run or a pass. And that's it. And that's all you're going to give Marino options. The run part of it is weak in your end because you don't have, you know, uh, Nate Newton and company at the line. And you don't have Emmett Smith, you know, back there. And it was a terrible job as of a head coach adjusting to the offense that he inherited and to me Gaddis and 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 Jimmy taking over for the dolphins there were a lot of similarities in the you know terrible coaching side of it
6: well, I, yeah, I mean, look, sometimes guys are just not a good fit. And that's and that's why sometimes when we when we see these postseason awards, right, for assistant coaches like the Royals Award winner, sometimes it's more of a product of their system and their and their overall team success. Not so much that they're excellent play callers or, or adjusters. You know, the, the Eric Spolsters of the world, I think, are few and far between. You know, I think that that should only make uh, Miami fans uh, appreciate a guy like Spolster more, that he could adapt his teams to whatever personnel he has. And ultimately, the best coaches do that. Um, but I think in this in this case, I'm not letting Mario Cristobal off the hook. You know, he came in here with his own vision. You're he right. hired God is for a reason. Right. Uh, and and he thought he could run the office. Now, I will give Mario credit for this. He pulled the plug as soon as it was over. Right. Uh, we've seen a right. lot of other guys come in here as head coaches and be idiots about things and just say, oh, I'm sticking with this guy. And that's it. And, and so, look. It was year one. They weren't going to win more than seven games or eight games with that roster last year, even when they were fully healthy. They just – there's still too many talent holes. There's still too many culture issues uh, on this roster to, to win big. So um, it was a rough year. You kind of have to leave it where it is. And now a guy like Josh Gaddis and a guy like Mario Cristobal can move on, hopefully, with uh, better systems and better people around them to help them have success.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I just needed to see more. Look, I see it from Larinaga. He adjusts to all his teams, mm-hmm. no matter what he has. Uh, obviously, I saw Shula do it for a long time. You know, the good coaches, hey, Phil Neville, you know, I follow all sports. Yeah, He adjusted with the whole Higuain thing. He benched his ass and got got his attention and then got him to play the way he needed him to play and lost a little weight and had a hell of a season, you know, last year. And now he's got a new team and a different team. and And the guy continues to adjust. To me, that's... That's how a coach shows me that they know what the hell they're doing because you're not going to have the same talent every, even though you might be building this kind of an offense, this kind of a defense, somehow another one year, injuries, this, that changes, you you know, what you are. And then you have to adjust to what you are. And that's going to happen to coaches. And for Gaddis, it was just, you know, one of those things that I didn't like. Now, one thing I do like that I saw. Jarrett Payton just tweeted out uh, that um, uh, Alonzo Highsmith reached out to him, and apparently he's reaching out to all the former Canes to kind of roll to former Canes to tell them that the University of Miami is here with open arms and ready to go. And there's Jarrett Payton. He says, just got a wonderful morning call from the great Alonzo Highsmith He's calling all former Canes football players said the door at the U is always open for us. Love it. And thank you coach Cristobal. We're getting things back on track. So your thoughts on, on that reaction from Jarrett and, and maybe the, the rest of the Canes uh, world, how are they going to be reacting to something like this now?
6: Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, certainly all the former players want to see Mario get this right. I think, you know, you speak to a lot of these guys off the record and individually, and they're all super disappointed with the way things have sort of transpired. Uh, but they're also excited by the fact that the university is pumping money back into this thing in ways it never had before. The fact that they're allowing Mario to, uh, you know, pay guys to go away and to bring new guys in. Uh, so there's a lot more excitement, I think, around the program. Look, the, the alumni is always going to be supportive of, uh, you know, and, and stop by practices and come by and visit and, and talk to kids uh, when they're asked to talk to kids. They do that. Uh, I think, you know, the one thing Miami has always had is a strong alumni support system. Uh, the, the issue here is getting these guys to do it consistently and show up all the time. There's a few of them that do. You know, you see the John Beesons of the world. Um, you know, you see the Jonathan Vilma's the guys that, that, that are, are by the building quite frequently and around the kids and talking to the kids. Um, you know, a lot of them come back for the paradise camp or what used to be known as the paradise camp in the, in the summertime and, 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 you know, in the spring football time. Uh, so you, you'll see, um, you'll see guys pop by, but in the long run, man, they, they want to see this thing turn around quickly and, and they're tired of the losing. They're tired of the, the mediocrity. And, um, Hopefully, you know, Mario gives them something to to grab onto this year. I, I think eight and four, man, that's the number. I think that's the magic number. If you can get to eight wins this year with this group, um, I think a lot of positive things come out of that. Uh, I think anything less than that, people are still going to be saying, man, this is the same. This is the same deal. So but I think the former players will be there. And it's good that Alonzo Highsmith and others are, are trying to make this a public thing where, um, you know, they're speaking it into
1: existence. Uh, Walt dog, obviously doesn't pay attention. Uh, Walt dog, you'll be close to getting a uh, blocked here. I'm going to ask your fucking question. Don't be spamming on the chat board. Ask once and leave it there. If I want to ask, I'll ask if I don't want to ask, I don't ask. But if you keep spamming, I'm going to block your ass and you won't have a shot at getting in on the show anymore. Big O please ask. Walden Charles, wide receiver for 2025. Why, 2020, 2030 wasn't uh, close enough for you? Anyway, he was at Miami yesterday. What does Manny know about him? FSU offered him a, a scholarship this week. He's on the way to LSU. Deion Sanders wants him to come to Colorado next month. Okay, Manny, please help Walt Dog. He's having a heart attack, a grown man about some kid in 2025
6: yeah i mean uh look I, I i get it i just came from two uh combine slash camps uh, that under armor put on last week uh over bradenton img academy and and then uh, over in orlando on sunday so i've been around a lot of 2024 2025 and 2026 guys i also have communication with people at miami about who they're looking at uh look the concentration right now we're we are 10 months away from signing day for the 2024 class. The 2025s, I'm not trying to dismiss them and say it doesn't matter, but there's so much time, man. There's so much time for these guys to go on unofficial visits all over the country. It's what they do. Uh, is this is this a kid that they're interested in? Absolutely. I think you know, size-wise, he fits what Mario wants. I think he's the kind of player – uh, that the kind of prospect that you want to watch develop here over the next year, obviously they're not the only program interested in him, but um, right now I think the priority again, are the 2024 guys getting some important commitments here in the, in the months ahead uh, the 2025 guys, you just want to develop a good relationship with. And I think, you know, the one thing I will say, Oh, and I know Miami fans aren't going to like this, but I think Florida state has done a really good job in the last year with Alex Atkins, their offensive coordinator, who I, who I think will be a head coach down the road. I think Florida state has done a really, really good job uh, setting themselves up for the recruiting trail, obviously winning 10 games helps, but I think those coaches have done a really good job in state with in state prospects. I think Miami is always looking more nationwide now for players under Mario because of his connections all over the place. So um, I think, uh, you know, I'm sure this kid is 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 a player we'll get to watch. We got a long time from now until December uh, 2024
1: to find out where he's going to school. Okay. All right. There you go. You got your answer. Okay. It's like, by the way, just because you and I talk about this all the time, Manny, those of you out there that worry about recruits, recruits don't mean shit, dude, because the kid might be unhappy six months later and then he transfers out. This happens all the time. Recruits don't mean anything. It means a year after you sign them, are they still there on, on your on your program? Then you have scored. Even getting somebody to commit to you doesn't mean anything whatsoever. Getting them to come to your building and 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 start their 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 you know, freshman year means nothing. It's a year later when you find out, are they still on the damn roster and do they actually have a role? Because well, if these kids don't have a role. They're going to leave right away.
6: Not not to defend Walt here, but I'm sure there's a, there's a reason why he's interested. He probably knows this kid could be a family member and he, he's just excited. Oh, he, he, he wants the kid to be at Miami and he wants to make sure the coaching staff is on top of him. And I'll say this, Sister, you
1: know, I, Mario doesn't man. even sleep.
6: Mario's always, always on it. And if they really want the kid to be here, they're on it. I I don't get the sense that this is the kind of coaching staff where they they were late to the party
1: on getting kids on campus. I was there. We for- have a psycho recruiter running I- this program. <laughs> we have a psycho recruiter. Yes. Walt, relax, bro. We have a guy that if he doesn't want to come here, it's not because Mario Cristobal wasn't trying, dude. Yes. Okay. Yes,
6: <laughs> and they I was there for Junior Day. I saw a lot of kids come through there. Oh, all of them, you know, The, the moment they're greeted by an entire recruiting staff the moment they get there and they get their little name tag and they walk I, in the building. I mean, they, I was there for two hours watching it happen on Saturday. Uh, there's so many people in Miami's recruiting department that have an influence. Uh, I, I don't think people get ignored by Miami. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> way, he, well, say, he
1: says he is a family member. There you go. There you go. So she's he's just she's excited. Going. Well, you should give us freaking insight, not us give you insight. What the hell, dude? If you're a family member, what the come on, spill the beans, bro. <laughs> Listen, I, I will say this.
6: Oh, uh, he I saw in one of I saw I looked at the text now. He mentioned Colorado, and you mentioned Colorado.
1: Uh um, no, I, I just read what he said. I have, yeah, no
6: idea yeah, uh, Dion, man, there's so many kids like you don't understand. Oh, there's so many kids that, are, that just love Dion. We, uh, we, we had our, uh, athletic, um, we did, we ranked the top 69 or all 69 power five teams based on recruiting potential. And I know people think I'm batshit crazy for saying this, but I actually put Colorado fourth behind Ohio state, uh, Georgia and Alabama, because he's the kind of guy who could steal five-star players from, just about anybody in the country. I think those are the only three brands that are stronger than Dion right now. And by the way, I'll
1: say I'll say the kind of shit that people won't be willing to say. Yeah. What he did at Jackson State, that makes you even bigger in the black community all over this country. Because yeah. you went you went somewhere selflessly. Yeah, of course, to establish your name, but you lifted. A black college. In the process, right? You gave them, you gave them a bigger stage for for a short amount of time. You made their lives better, and you know you gave that program a little bit of a springboard. That whoever takes over now, it's a slightly easier job than it was before Deion Sanders got there. So that wins a lot of brownie points out there for a lot of parents, and so and a lot of kids see that that he is fighting for their community. And, I, and that's really, really important. And so I think Dion wins over a lot of people and a lot of young people in today's world, you know what I mean, because of what he did at Jackson State. I th- I think that he gets a lot of goodwill with all of that, I believe, personally.
6: No, I, I agree 100%. And I think, you know, the other aspect is a lot of these kids, like a Cormani McLean, who we talked about ad nauseum for months, you right, Oh, Right. On this show, uh, he, he's a guy who loves being on TV, right? He's got a, a mother who wants him on TV. So there's not a lot of coaches nowadays sort of uh, – trying to set up TV deals right to have Amazon Prime do a behind the scenes documentary. They don't want anybody around their players. They're trying to keep the media and everybody else away from them, whereas Dion is in this NIL world pushing every button he's got to push to get players to come play for him. And I think that's what makes him attractive. That's what makes him a dangerous threat. If if he has any level of success over so Colorado, where they win six, seven, eight, nine games, oh, wow, yeah, in the next couple years, I mean, can you imagine Dion at a Texas A and M, for instance, what he oh. would do there replacing a Jimbo Fisher? Right. Could you could you imagine him if if Mike Norvell moves on or Florida State decides, hey, we, it's time to bring this guy home and make him our coach? What what he would do at a university where. They're located, geographically located, where there's an abundance of talent. Put him in Texas or Florida or, or Georgia, Georgia, and and Deion Sanders would absolutely explode. And even saying oh, that— Oh, I'll- by
1: the way, California. I mean, he is hot. Yeah. He is primetime. Yeah. So put, put him in UCLA or right. USC or something like that, yeah. Put him in a place like that, and I think he would really
6: explode. And, and really, I, I think uh, I think that's the next step for him. And and uh, look, Colorado, the Pac-12, they're they're losing USC and UCLA. Uh, if, if the Pac-12 stays together as is, uh, there's no uh, there's no problem why this why uh, you know the Buffaloes couldn't all of a sudden you know climb to the top of that conference with just Oregon and Utah there. I think they're they're in a very uh, they're in a very good position
1: and the West Coast to thrive. What are you working on in the athletics so folks can check you out, Manny?
6: Well, uh, look, there's a, there's a ton of content coming. I, I've, I've got a feature story on Julian Sane, who's the uh, Alabama quarterback commitment for the 2024 class. I'm going to have something on Francis Maui Goa, uh, who, who we talked about earlier with the Hurricanes. I've got a bunch of recruiting geography stuff. Um, that's going to be coming out the week I'm on vacation. I'm, I'll be working next week, oh, but then the, uh, the week that Miami comes back, that's my children's uh, – spring break, and I'm taking them on vacation. So, so um, you know, I – to St. Augustine again? No, no, no. We're taking – Okay. All
1: right. All they, right. My,
6: my oldest is turning 12, uh, and she's been they, to they, go to Universal They Studios,
1: personally man. told me they're tired of St. Augustine, so I'm just – <laughs> they, they are. That's the no, you know. They, that's they where, the, have, that's where the grandparents, grandparents are. They're not of youth because they're already <laughs> youths. They don't need any more youths water, okay? So, you know, you got to take them somewhere else, They they told me. All right? Come you, on. Universal Studios, oh, uh, though. There two, we go.
6: That uh, four-day uh, pass that they got going now, that's what we're doing. So uh, we'll, there be, we'll be there uh, riding a bunch of rides and sweating our asses off in the heat. But uh, it'll be fun. It's all right. You'll be all liquored
1: up. Nobody will notice. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro and catch his exceptional work there at The Athletic. Better yet, subscribe like I do. Manny, have a great weekend, my friend. I appreciate you. All right, brother. Take care, man. Thank you, sir. There you go. Manny Navarro. We are here at Canesware. This is the Canesware Miami Hurricanes report. We are at Canesware. You know, they've got anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. Inter Miami gear. We got a big Inter Miami game tomorrow. You want to cheer on your Canes? Maybe you want to buy a shirt or something like that, a jersey, hat, something out here. They've got them for you. Dolphins gear, Marlins gear, Panthers gear, Miami Heat gear. All kinds of stuff here at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Come see Brett. Come see uh, Jeff. All the amazing people out here at Canesware. And tell them that Big O sent you. They will take care of you at Canesware, baby
4: if you're a miami sports fan then there's only one store to go to and that's caneswear at miami fanware in davie they're your one-stop shop for all your inner miami cf canes dolphins panthers and marlins merchandise they have hats t-shirts game day jerseys and so much more located at 2511 south university drive in davie and open 24 7 online at caneswear.com or innermiamiware.com. call them at 954-835-5597 caneswear the spot where inner miami and all
1: Miami sports fans shop. Skippy, yes, sir. All right, ride, ride. Right. Now, now there's like a, a now the market's turning around. Bitcoin's turning around, and the market was down, and now it's uh, going in the green. Now the, now the Dow is up 116 points. S and P is up almost 10 points. NASDAQ is down about half a percent. And then Bitcoin now is also going up. Bitcoin is up over 20,000. It got over the 20,000 mark, 20,200. There we go. There we go. I like it. I like it. All right. (laughs) Oh, boy. You You follow it daily, it'll drive you crazy. That's all I can tell you. (sighs) <sighs> Eddie says no bashing St. Augustine. It's beautiful. Here. It is St. Augustine is beautiful. It's just Manny's kids told me that they need to go somewhere outside of St. Augustine. That's all, you know, it's kids, bro. They, they need to go somewhere. And he's taking them to Universal. See, that's a good dad right there. That's a good dad right there. Walden Charles, are you kidding me? Does that sound like a star football player's name? No. <laughs> oh, Lordy. So the Titans have released oh. center Ben Jones. Adam Thielen released by the Vikings. Yes, sir.
2: No, I wanted to Miles Deep uh, 305. Yes, they ship to Vegas.
1: Oh, yeah. Was, that's oh, you're talking about Canesware? Talk yeah, yeah, they ship everywhere. Over. Anywhere in the country, my brother. Anywhere, And they ship right away. You when you order over ninety nine dollars, and they or, they ship right away. Not just because you ship ninety nine. If you only buy thirty six dollars, they're gonna ship right away. But it's free shipping when you go over ninety nine dollars. Just so just so you'll know. And they are super quick. Also, not only do they ship to Vegas and anywhere else in the country, but they ship quickly. Like you order, they're 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 trying to they're trying to ship it out the same day. Seriously, they're really good about that okay remember you can make a donation through cash app or venmo at cash big o show that is cash big o show at cash app or venmo what'd you say
2: i didn't mean to interrupt i saw it coming through i was trying to jump in before he changed subjects and i missed my timing
1: oh okay no you're good bro you're always good bro you are the man never an issue with you dude uh what else do we have going on in the world of sports by the way scott pianowski will join us at the top of the hour uh redrecover.com a proud sponsor of our program we love talking about red light therapy helps me grow my hair uh and keep emailing them at the contact us when you go to redrecover.com if you want one of the hats to help grow your hair uh if you're in the middle of now you're losing your hair not if you've lost it you know 5 10 years ago this is like for recent um you contact them and tell them that you want to be on the list once the FDA approves the hat the new hat that they're using uh, then, you know, everything's kosher, and then they can, they can sell it. Uh, but right now, we still have 30% off for a very short time. I don't know if there's maybe another week, 10 days, two weeks left. Uh, after that, it'll only be on the on the doggy wraps. We'll have the 30% off. Outside of that, the human wraps, they go back to 10% off with our code. So if you have a shoulder injury, a shoulder surgery, elbow, knee, ankle, you got old pains and aches from injuries, from surgeries, those kind of things. You want to maximize your workouts, man. You want to optimize those workouts where you can use the wraps before and after your workouts. It'll make you feel completely different. You know, the dogs, we have the wraps for the back, for the, uh, for the hips. Uh, and, you know, some dogs have issues with their back hips. In fact, one of our listeners has a little Yorkie that had steel rods inserted in both back legs because they broke them. And, and he was having trouble getting around. And since he got the wraps now, the dog feels so much better. There's obviously less discomfort, and the dog is able to, like, you know, enjoy a better life. And that goes for us, too. And it's great for kids. It's great for the adults. It's great for your dogs. Red light therapy is all natural. There are no side effects. And it's really a bonus, man. If you are dealing... Let me tell you something. If you have... You just had surgery and you have a scar. Red light therapy can help that scar disappear, okay? Uh, for the ladies, they go, you know, the crow's feet, they've got a wrap that you put on your face, and it, it also helps the crow's feet disappear and also here on the side of, of the lips. Go to redrecover.com. and again, for a short amount of time, there's only another week or two left, you can get it for 30% off. After that, it's gone, all right? redrecover.com. Uh, let's see. Big O True Fin Fan sent in a stupid chat. Well, he didn't? What up, Big O? Happy Friday. Why you call it a stupid chat? That's a, that's a great chat right there. Okay? Plus, it's True Fin Fan. Uh, did he send in another one? Is, did I miss another one or something? Okay, no. I see the Triana one. No? yeah, I don't see anything... Uh outside of the one that true fin fan sent thank you true fin fan appreciate you i don't know why they're picking on you there with that uh that was a that's a great um super chat giving us some love saying hi we appreciate that uh what else do we have uh john padilla in uh Sean, will Brian Cage sign with WWE? By the way, did I get my prediction right for Wednesday? I forgot what I predicted. You're going to ask me what I predicted? Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, Orange Cassidy, yes. Yeah, he did so good. They
2: changed his title now. He's no longer the All Atlantic, he's the international champion.
1: Okay, well, there you go. See? Another successful prediction by yours truly. Now answer the damn question, bro. What's wrong with you? Will Brian Cage sign with WWE?
2: I won't say no, but I don't know if it's right now. They're they are they have their eyes on a lot of the contracts that are coming up with AEW. Brian Cage is a tremendous athlete. I just don't know where they're picking and choosing as far as I would sign with from them, but I don't know if that's who they're going to sign. He's been very underutilized in AEW, but I think he has all the way till. January 1st, I believe is when he's because they extended his contract because of him being injured. So we'll see. I would say no at the moment, just because there's so many contracts coming up for AEW and some big names. So we'll see if they go after them for more money than rather giving Brian Cage some money.
1: Uh, Two a time says WWE is trying to get legalized betting on their matches. With your remarkable wrestling predictions, you can be rich. Oh, well, we can be rich, right? Because I, I don't keep them to myself, just like my crypto picks. I don't keep them to myself. I share. You know You know how they say, you know what they tell the kids? Sharing is caring. I share. So I share my WWE and AEW and all those picks with you guys.
2: And that's only in two states they're trying to do that. Buddy. Which ones? I want to say it was Arizona and something else I believe it was who they were talking with
1: okay Arizona and um it was not I don't believe it
2: was Vegas though I don't believe it was Vegas that's what makes so much but the thing is they're trying to say they can keep the uh the uh matches secret
1: so yes everything everything <laughs>
2: So they're saying oh, they yes. can they can keep it secret, so nobody will be able to know when. What the outcome's going to be is is the thing because again, the problem now is a lot of times the match is already leaked online. Okay, they're saying they can stop that. The only way they can stop it is, is if they don't you know because, again, before every show, the big shows, the matches they have the rundown of the matches. The rundown of those matches usually has the winner circled if, if, if the person wanted to post whatever shot it is they get because usually you can tell who's winning by the person circled on the on the match and the, the time they get allotted so ultimately you would have to really like if you put something out there maybe you don't circle but when you look at wrestling you kind of have an idea of who wins so i don't know i don't know how they're going to be able to to do this unless they just start going, you know what, we're going to flip a coin before it goes out and the heads, you win, tails, you lose tonight. <laughs> because other than that, you're, you can tell by the way the show is going, who's going to win. Okay. It's not like football where you got, you know, 11 got on 11, somebody gets hurt and you know, somebody's come, you know, it changes. It's, yeah. It's, there's none of that there. You can't, unless you're just going to change your program in the middle of a two month run and say, okay, now you're going to lose all of a sudden out of nowhere. I don't know that you can really, uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to talk these people into it. It just doesn't make sense to me. Because the odds already are like plus 2,500 for the winner. Right. You know what I mean? So maybe they do that, and they just make the odds ridiculously high so that you pretty much stay away from it anyways. But, I mean, we'll see.
1: There you go. There you go. He knows it. I don't know it. I only give you predictions. Um... Shame to use that guy's face and name to be a troll. Should be arrested and charged. Um, I don't know what that means. True Fin Fan says, Mel Piper is John Yang, who you blocked, Big O. It is? Is that what it is? Okay. And what did John Yang do? Why did we block his ass? I don't know. I always... I... Yeah, I just uh, I just forget and move on. That's all. That's it. Once they're blocked, they are they are disappeared. They're gone. Uh big old tight end Hurst will be a free agent, and will the Dolphins pursue him? Hayden Hurst? I don't know. He he would fit what they do here. He can block. And Hayden had a really good year this past year. I wouldn't mind Hayden Hurst here. You know, you know, I have a, already a rookie in mind. But Hayden Hurst would be uh, a really, really good pick uh, in free agency. Tucker Craft will be a hell of a pick in the draft. That's kind of the way I look at it. I blocked John Yang for trolling, says true Finn Fan. Okay. Well, then I'm sure if Mel Piper is John Yang, then eventually Mel, Mel Piper will get blocked too because... You know, the stupid is what stupid does, right? So they'll just continue to do stupid things, and then they'll get blocked, like like always. You know, so it's <laughs> like Walt Dog. He was pretty close to getting blocked if he kept, you know, reposting the same damn question over and over again. There's no spamming. We don't need to spam here. Get your question in. We answer it. We answer it. We don't. We move on, and or if we don't see it, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Big O, only 72 hours out, so and we can't tamper for NFL. Yeah, you're right. There's no tampering in the champagne room. Okay. Emmanuel Acho, uh, I got to thank E.J. Barro. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, E.J. Barro. Uh, He sent me a video of... Emmanuel Acho talking a little bit about the Lamar Jackson situation. And he had a very interesting take that is very on target. Okay. Not the right way to phrase it, but he's on target with that with that statement of his. And he was saying, now it's not, I want to add more to what he was saying because it's not like it's wrong, anything he said. Everything he said, I agree with. I, he, he is 100% right. And he said, you're not going to see a lot of movement on Lamar Jackson. Why? Because teams know that you're only doing Baltimore's job. Baltimore already made their offer. Lamar said he didn't like it. Lamar reportedly wants a fully guaranteed contract. So now Baltimore is saying, okay, well, here's the, here's the tag. Now, let's see. Let somebody else negotiate the contract for us. And he's right, because here's the key thing. This guy wants a Deshaun Watson deal. Well, what's the difference? Houston put Deshaun Watson on the trading block. So all of these teams knew that they were going to get him if they traded for him. Nobody thinks they're getting Lamar Jackson. And Emmanuel Acho is 1,000% Right. At no point has Baltimore said, we don't want Lamar Jackson. All they've ever said is, we want to we work a long-term deal with him. We want him here for a long time. He's our guy. They have shown the kind of commitment to that offense that very few teams are going to be committed to do that. That's the other reason. That's what I want to add on top of Emmanuel Acho. He is a 1,000% right. Teams know... Why am I going to waste my time negotiating with Lamar Jackson when we're not getting Lamar Jackson? All I'm doing is wasting my time to negotiate a contract that Baltimore's going to say, match. And then that's it. And he's right. And then the other flip side of that is you also have to change your entire offense for him. So whatever you're running now, I'm sure is not what you're going to run with him. So you will have to alter things. So it becomes a a big-time change. But Emmanuel's point is the the most important part of this point. I'm just going to add a little sauce on top of it and tell you you also have to change the entire offense, which is also shell shock for a team, for an offensive coordinator, all those things. For your players around you, if you have elite receivers – They might be used to getting the ball a lot. Well, maybe they're not going to be running the ball as much. I mean, throwing the ball as much because you've got a running quarterback that likes to run the football. You know what I'm saying? But Acho's point is 1,000% right. Why would NFL teams do the Ravens' job? That makes no sense, and it's a waste of time. Kind of like... You know how hypotheticals that I'm not big on, well, why don't we do this, 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 Well, wait a minute. Is the guy even available? Uh, No. So why are we talking about him? See what I'm saying? I hate doing those kind of things. A lot of you wanted to get into the Saquon Barkley talk. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's find out if he's available first and foremost. Okay? Even though I never thought they would get him anyways because that's not what Chris Greer does. His M.O. is not to spend money and not to trade p- picks for, for players like a running back. He just doesn't do that for running backs. But I didn't want to waste my time with him or a lot of free agents. Why? I would tell you over and over again. Because we haven't, we haven't seen who's getting tagged and who's not. After that, then we'll know who's getting, who's a free agent, who's not. Now we can have those conversations. It's a waste of time. Every team in the NFL right now knows they're not getting Lamar Jackson no matter what. Even if they wanted Lamar Jackson. Even if Atlanta wants Lamar Jackson, why are they going to actually negotiate when Baltimore can match any deal you put out there? Unless you're going to plan on paying him 50 million a year guaranteed, 300 million guaranteed, you know, you you do like a number that is so ridiculous and he says that they say, well, yeah, we're not going there. All uh, right, you guys can have them. We'll take the two first-rounders. Nobody's really going to do that either. So since nobody's going to give him a fully guaranteed contract worth $45, 50000000 per year, then all you're doing is wasting your time and doing the Ravens' job. And he's right. He's right, which creates another problem now for lamar jackson another frustration for him because obviously he's already frustrated because he feels he's worth more than what baltimore is offering and he feels like he deserves what deshaun watson got man that contract is such a disaster it's a disaster for the entire freaking league ejd construction we love talking about eric and the great people at ejd construction and Hey man, we've got a lot of listeners over the last couple of years that have called EJD Construction in Dade and Broward counties, and they've done all kinds of things, from extended extended rooms, to remodeling entire homes, to adding a second floor, to adding an observation deck, to improving backyards with uh, a complete uh, hut that has a kitchen, a barbecue, a grease trap, you name it, man. Full contractor, fully insured liability workers comp. They do it all. Custom home construction, major home remodeling, all of those things. Hey, uh, one of our listeners a couple of months back got their entire kitchen remodeled and 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 modernized, put it that way. I mean, the before and after pictures are amazing. Go to their Instagram page at EJD Construction. I'm going to give you the owner's personal cell number, 305-305. 433 4843. That's 305 433 4843 for ejdconstruction.com. All right, all right, all right, all right. Big O, what is your take on Emmanuel Agba? He's a proven vet and he's a solid run stopper. Plus, Fangio will use Phillips in coverage. If they trade him, will they get a first rounder? No, a fourth rounder. Um, I don't... He's coming off an injury, so I don't think you're going to... I don't think he's going to get traded at all. What's for lunch today, big O? You know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling like a little La Spada. I'm here at Canesware, bro. I'm in Davie, 2511 South University Drive, and La Spada is, I don't know, 10 stores down? 10 doors down? So... I, I think I'm gonna do a little La Spada today. Get a really good sub. Get a sub above, actually. So that's that's what that's what's for lunch. If Lamar would have been closer to a Super Bowl berth, maybe he'll get it, but he hasn't proven it yet. No. He doesn't even win in the playoffs. That's that's the other thing. He craps the bet every time he gets to the playoffs. Uh, I don't think Miami is going to make any big moves. Don't think they need this roster. They need this roster. healthy can beat it. No, I disagree with you. i think I think they have to either get a safety, a middle linebacker, uh, an offensive lineman. they're gonna have to make some kind of a move in free agency, my man, or a corner. they're They're going to have to make some kind of a move you know, or or a tight end that they like, which I still think you can probably get it in the draft. But like somebody mentioned, Hayden Hurst, if he's available, that's a a perfect fit for the Miami Dolphins, Hayden Hurst. Okay, not just because he's a Red Recover guy. We know he uses RedRecover.com to optimize his workouts, and you can tell by the explosion this year. But definitely fits what we do here. So... Emmanuel will get a contract restructure or they will find a trade partner. He will not be released. If they trade, fetch a sixth or seventh rounder. Yeah. Yeah. That it'll be. I I agree with Walt there on that one. If they, I don't think they're going to trade him, but if they do trade him, it would be a late pick because he's coming off an injury and has two years left on the contract. So, yeah, you're kind of doing the team a favor. So they're going to give you something really late because of that. You're not going to get anything in the fourth round or third round or anything like that. I, I agree. Sixth, seventh rounder, something like that. Because you're you're re- it's really about freeing up cap space down the line. Poyer and Levante David make a lot of sense. I have suspicion we might go after Draymond Jones as well. I I like um Bobby Wagner instead of uh Levante David. And I like Levante David. I mean, that's, that's a good one there. Any new releases in the NFL? Cavs are favored by one and a half tonight against the Heat. Panthers are favored by one and a half goals against the Blackhawks. NYCFC is favored by a goal over Inter-Miami. And Duke is favored by two and a half. Over U.M. Let's take a break. Let's get ready for our number three live from where baby, in Davie. 2511 South University Drive in Davie.
4: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your inner miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at caneswear.com or intermiamiwear.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where inner miami and all Miami sports fans shop.
5: Oh, great. You have a doorbell camera. Now
0: you have a front row seat to your house getting robbed. They're breaking into my house! Ooh, there goes the TV. I'm sure it'll turn up at the pawn shop.
7: No, not the TV.
3: Just because you can see them, that doesn't mean you can stop
0: them. With means you get 24-hour monitoring, a free home security system, and professional installation. Plus, free doorbell camera, one that'll actually work for you.
5: Get out of my house! Get out of the
0: house! Call one eight hundred Alarm Me. When you move you need a reliable company led by passionate folks eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth call essential moving experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long distance moving needs you can rely on essential moving experts mention the big o show and get 150 dollars off Family-owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full-service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. Essentialmovingexperts.com
5: For over
1: 16 years, EJDconstruction.com has provided South Florida residents quality craftsmanship, accurate project management, and exceptional service. That's why EJDconstruction.com is an A-rated member of Angie's List and the Better Business Bureau. When you're looking for the right custom home builder for additions or home remodeling, please call my friend Eric at 305-433-4843. That's 305-433-4843 for EJDconstruction.com ejdconstruction.com.
0: The viewpoint statements or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of fantasyxs.com. Media grouping ownership management sponsors a website. While the NFL plans for the 2023 season, the Big O Radio Show keeps you informed by tracking everything from free agency, trades, draft, and all the news you can handle. It's the SportsGrill.com Dolphins and NFL Draft Report with Yahoo Sports, Scott Pianowski.
1: All righty, there he is, Scott Pianowski, locked and loaded. And if you think Scott Pianowski has any trouble making money, well, check this out. The leaders so far in contract restructures. The Dolphins are at $48.99 million. The Saints, 48.96. The Jags, 45.59. Packers, 33.99. Chargers, number five, at 28.75. And the Panthers, number six, at 27.42. The Dolphins restructuring a lot to sign you, Mr. Pianowski. (laughs) Boy, I'm going to ask you for a loan soon, baby.
8: Yeah, I don't know what position I would play. They they need somebody long snapper maybe, or um, because the the (sighs) one thing I can do is catch the ball. We say I can't run away from anybody, but they don't need a receiver. I I think Hill and Waddle got that position locked up pretty pretty good. But man, a lot a lot's happened in the NFL. It is just it's the one sport where it's a 12 month calendar, right? You can't get away from it. Free agency. This Lamar Jackson fiasco. Adam Thielen retired today. Uh, You know the draft is retired. I'm, Wait sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. He was cut by the by the Vikings. Oh, okay. Because I was retire. like,
1: "Holy shit, dude! I thought it was you." Like you threw me for a loop. Totally, there.
8: totally misspoke. Uh, in, okay. in part because I was what I was doing is putting in in uh, on Twitter. I was looking at some of his ranks among undrafted receivers. He's top ten among undrafted receivers in catches, yards. He's third in touchdowns among undrafted receivers. I think he's fifth in uh, regular fantasy points, sixth in PPR. I may have that flip flopped. But uh, along with Rod Smith, Don Hudson, just one of the, the greatest um, undrafted receivers of all time. He will probably play a couple more years. But so I, I, I apologize, sliding uh, Thielen there. But a guy, what, Mankato, Mankato State? They don't even call the college that anymore. It's called something else now. But um, a, a player who made himself. Nobody expected anything when he came to the NFL. But he, he's a self-made guy and always been one of my favorites. And, of course, this Jackson thing. You, you know, a friend of mine who's a casual NFL fan, said to me a few days ago, he sent me a text. He said, what are the the giants spent? How much money on Daniel Jones? Is he that good? And it just goes to show you that a quarterback in the NFL, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't, the giants Mm -hmm. were screwed if they let Daniel Jones go, but they might be screwed by kind of overpaying him. And I feel like the Ravens are in that position with Lamar Jackson. I I think they want to keep him. They don't want to give him a Deshaun Watson contract. I don't blame them. I thought what the Ravens have offered Jackson was actually reasonable. So I, I kind of like what Baltimore, other than the fact that it may ruffle feathers, I think what they did makes a lot of sense. It's like, okay, if there's a better offer out there, go get it, and then we will react to it. And if there isn't a better offer out there, then maybe you'll see that our offer is actually pretty good. Um, it just, just shows you, you know, obviously Miami's in a weird place with Tua, right? Because his upside is he's a, he's a Pro Bowl guy. He's an MVP candidate. They went to the playoffs last year largely on his shoulders, but you don't know what the durability is going to be. So I... The NFL is always about the quarterback, and even the quarterbacks that we talk ourselves into. You know, the Jets right now, everybody's all excited to get Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't look that great last year. I know the Jets have better offensive pieces, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not afraid. You know, looking from an AFC East standpoint, Rodgers would he be better than Zach Wilson or Mike White? Yeah, but he's not. You're not getting MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Man, you're you're getting like the thirteenth best quarterback in the league, the way I see it.
1: Yeah, I I don't think you're getting. Uh, and I don't think you're getting a guy that's completely all in. I just think he's kind of trying to finish out that hundred million dollars. It's almost like that's quite. A, I, I feel that's going to be a, a you know a disaster when it's all said and done. And I don't know if you saw Emmanuel Acho. I thought he ha- he made a great point too. The problem for Lamar now too is, you know, Deshaun Watson was going to be traded. Somebody was going to get him in that fight for him. See here, what are you fighting for? What, what are you you're negotiating for Baltimore because Baltimore at no point has said, all right, we'll, we're part ways with him. We'll trade him. Go ahead. Somebody gives you the right deal. what well, no, every time they've said we want him back. And so basically, why are teams going to negotiate with Lamar when all you're doing is creating a contract that Baltimore is going to say, OK, great, we'll take it. And that's it. It's got to be so ridiculous for them to say, yeah, no, we're out. We'll take the two first rounders. So really, if you're Atlanta or you're Washington or Carolina, if you really are in uh, in the market for a quarterback, that's not the one you go after because in the end, he's not being offered up to anybody at right. all. Yeah, the NFL is all about
8: leverage. Life is all about leverage, right? That's why when when you go to that job interview, it's it's cat and mouse game. You want the – the other side to make an offer first. And they want you to say, well, what are your salary demands? What are your salary expectations? The whole goal is to go second poker, right? A huge part of poker is position is acting last is getting the most information you can, and then you make your choice. And unfortunately for the teams that may be interested in Jackson, they don't have any leverage because no matter what they want to offer him, you you, you make, you make a crazy offer that blows everything out of the water. Okay, good. You just have them. You overpaid for them. And by the way, we'll take your two first round picks. Thank you very much. You make it under, you know, you under offer him and then the Ravens say, oh, that's great. We'll, we'll scoop him back. Thank you for facilitating this for us. So teams don't want to be manipulated like that. Teams see that they don't have leverage in the situation, which is why I, I understand why Lamar's probably frustrated by it. I did think what the Ravens have offered. I think the Ravens have offered in good faith though. Sometimes a lot, a lot of times in these situations, the, the business side of it, the team side of it will try to offer something that looks good that they can sell in public but isn't really an in good faith offer i think the ravens have actually negotiated in good faith
1: with jackson i I don't think that's part of the problem i'm with you there by the way byron jones has uh apparently uh tweeted or instagrammed out that he has retired Mm. Uh, so it looks like uh the knee injury that he suffered it's it's too much for him to come back from so uh it looks like he is uh he's calling it quits.
8: Interesting. Yeah, it's the NFL man, you know. Um these guys deserve every penny they make because a career can end at any point um and whenever anybody gets out when they still have a quality of life, you know, they can still live you know they've made some money and everything. I feel good about it, you know. Um sorry to hear that news, but I mean it's it's the nature of the game. There's no getting away. I mean they they've tried to legis- they tried to make the game as safe as they can. I just don't know what they can really do.
1: You know, I I I don't know if there's anything you can do actually at this point. Uh, they've the way they listen in the end. I I, I not not for anything, but I kind of was, you know, tripping with uh, Byron Jones a little bit because he was acting like, well, uh, don't take the pills and uh, this that and uh, this this game will do damage to you. And it's like, yo, it's 2023. We already know that your body's gonna be, you know you know, uh, hamburger meat when you're done with that game. That's kind of the trade. You know, if you play football, you are going to be sacrificing your body. It's kind of part of the game, unfortunately. But that's just the way. If you play hockey, it's the same way. When you retire, you're not going to you're going to be pretty creaky when you wake up in the morning, dude. It's a lot of sports. There's
8: a concussion problem in soccer. You Go back and read the Sports Illustrated article when Roger Staubach retired back when we didn't know when a concussion was. He got his bell rung. And Staubach wanted to keep playing. He was still playing at a very high level. He was still a Pro Bowl player, his final season, playoff player. But um, he, he said, "I've suffered like seven or eight concussions. I, I can't do this anymore. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to ruin the second half of my life."
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. All right, uh, you, you look at uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation. Do you see him ending up in the Jets? I think so. I, I
8: think the Green Bay. Rodgers thing just has to be a divorce now because Jordan Love showed enough, and Rogers is. I mean, he's not an ideal teammate, right? I mean, Rogers is one of those guys that when he's playing an MVP level, you deal with him being a pain in the ass and you live with it. Because he's one of the, you know, it's like Barry Bonds was like that, right? I mean, when, when Barry Bonds was the best hitter in baseball, people would live with his crap. When he couldn't play the field anymore and he got into his 40s, even though he was still somebody who would probably have a 400 OBP just by standing at the plate, even if he never swung the bat. I mean, he still had value, but he wasn't worth it at the end when he wasn't the best player in baseball anymore. And again, the Jets, you know, the Jets come to him with open arms because they've had such bad quarterback play. They, they lived through the Darnold thing. They lived through the Zach Wilson thing. Mike White is what he is. I mean, he's a good backup who can play effectively for a game or two, and then he got hurt himself. He got exposed. He's certainly not a long-term solution, and nobody thought he was. But the thing is, this team has such good offensive infrastructure, really defensive infrastructure, too. This is a really good – if you ranked all the rosters in the NFL, two through 50, the Jets would do really well. The problem is the NFL is all about who your quarterback is first and foremost. And, again, they're they're not getting – I know Rodgers won MVPs recently. I I get it. But – he is not anywhere close to that guy, and you know, for every Tom Brady who had a pretty good run in Tampa Bay or Joe Montana who had a decent run in Kansas City, you're much more likely to be Joe Namath on the Rams or Johnny Unitas on the Chargers or you know, that type of thing. You know, uh, uh, Dan Marino's uh, final final game at Jacksonville, right? Would they lose 62 to seven or something like right, that, right? Yeah. The, line, the line from Cocktail everything ends badly, or else it wouldn't end. I, mean, I wouldn't say everything ends badly. Somebody sometimes guys go out like John Elway did, but for the most part, it ends badly. It ended badly for Brett Favre. He was really good. Another guy, by the way, who went from the Packers to the Jets, really good his second to last
1: season. He was terrible as last year. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right. Um, we we look at the uh, at at uh, the Raiders situation. Where do they end up? What quarterback do they get, dude? God, I wish I knew.
8: Again, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. You know, we gotta get rid of Derek Carr. He's the problem. Okay, well, you got rid of him. He's not your problem anymore.
1: And Brady, and Brady stayed retired. Brady stayed retired. I, I don't.
8: Maybe they could be players in Garoppolo. <laughs> by, by the
1: way, are, are you on the side of calling <laughs> McDaniel and and Greer liars since they've been for too much saying they're committed to Tua, but yet we keep having people say Brady's in play. In Miami, are you uh, are you on that bandwagon, too, by the way? I think Brady's retired. I, I'm surprised because I think Brady could still play
8: in the right situation. I thought he was a great fit for San Francisco. I think he'd be a great fit for Miami. He obviously likes the area, and there's he was interested in Miami before. So I'll say this. If Brady were to unretire again, first of all, nobody would ever believe him Same again. San Fran would have, would have been the perfect one. You nailed it. <laughs> he would only come back for a perfect setup, which I think San Francisco is. I think Miami is really close though.
1: Yes, I do too. I I actually think Miami is close. Miami needs to make a couple of moves uh, and, and adding a Fangio I think was huge for sure. For me, the bigger thing is Miami just needs some breaks this year where, They don't suffer all the injuries that they suffered because they had so many injuries last year that that completely derailed their season more than anything else. But I think if you get back your nucleus, you add the defensive coordinator and you're able to add like a key free agent or two. uh, I'm with you. I think Miami can actually win the division this year because I think Buffalo is going to take a step back because of Josh Allen's contract now becoming part of the mix. And now they're not going to be able to keep everybody. And this is part of success. When you've been drafting well for a few years and now you've had to pay your quarterback, well, now, now crap comes to, you know, to the top now and now you've got to pay the piper. And I think that the, the bills are about to take a step or two back. And I think Miami has a chance to take a step or two forward, actually.
8: Totally agree. Buffalo is going to be a very top-heavy team. And we saw it last year with their offense, right? Allen was very good most of the time in a couple of games where he lost his way. But for the most part, what we expected. And Stephon Diggs was what we expected. Any other Buffalo player you drafted for fantasy was a game of whack-a-mole. You know, Singletary would play well once a month. Dawson Knox would score a touchdown once in a while. Gabe Davis was a hot player after that four-touchdown game against Kansas City in the playoffs. He was a disappointment to the point that there's whispers that Buffalo just wants to get rid of Davis. They want to replace him anyway. But if you make you make a, any kind of interesting offer for Gabe Davis, they're going to trade him. I think they've accepted that he's just a, 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 a rotation player, but not somebody who can really play out on the outside all the time. So they need a fresh coat of paint in that offense. And as you said, the price of being good is you get priced out of – you have to decide who you can keep. And the players you keep are gonna get at the high end of their salary range, and then you get rated in your depth. So you have a team, you know, like the, the Jets. The great thing about the Jets right now is they have so many young players who aren't really getting paid yet. And so they have a really, really deep team. And the Jets will have this problem in, in two or three years when these guys' right, rookie right. deals run out right. and they want to get paid, and they have to say, Well, who can we keep? And we'll pay top of the market for them and who can't we keep and we'll have to just lose those guys. To Owato and, we'll- and Jalen Phillips. Mm-hmm. That's coming. That's coming. Buffalo's, you know, Buffalo windows are so short, and defensive windows are really short. I, I thought Buffalo had like a top five defense the last couple of years. I, they're going to have an ordinary defense next year because they're going to—they're not going to have the same personnel. And we saw what happened this year when they had some injuries. They were just trying to lose that game to Miami. If Miami had any competent quarterback play, they win that playoff game. Obviously.
1: Well, I think if the if the coach just gets to play in on the fourth and one. Even with the third quarterback, they might have driven down that field to win that game, dude, because they were moving the ball mm-hmm. at that point. So, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the iffy one. All right, what do you got uh, going on at Yahoo so folks can check you out, my friend?
8: A lot of fantasy baseball coverage as uh, we're in fantasy baseball season, and I'll be doing a lot of NCAA tournament coverage starting Monday. I'll give you sleepers. I'll give you busts. I'll give you some tips in filling out your brackets. If you're in an NCAA basketball pool, which you should do, it's un-American not to do one, help you with that. And, of course, the Yahoo Fantasy Football forecast keeps rolling along. Matt Harmon is the shepherd there. I'm a regular guest on it. He's doing a bunch of free agency stuff. He did a bunch of combine stuff. We'll obviously be all over the NFL draft. And shortly after the NFL draft, I don't know the exact date, but I would expect that's when Yahoo Fantasy Football would be open for business. So we'll be drafting in the spring. We'll be doing months of reps, man getting you ready for the next fantasy season. Because again, the NFL is a 12 month calendar.
1: Amen to that. And we'll have uh, more pieces to that puzzle to answer now coming up with free agency in the draft. And that'll give us a a clear fantasy picture for 2023. Follow him on Twitter at Scott underscore Pianowski catches work there at Yahoo sports. Scott, as always, my brother. Appreciate you immensely. We will catch up next week, my friend. Great Thank to you.
8: talk to you. If you hear a dog barking in the background, that's, about, that's our puppy
1: Abby. She wanted to be on the show, so uh, bring her Abby, on next Abby time, says bro. From Michigan, you got to You got to. You got to show off Abby next time, bro. I will. I will. Right. Great All right. dog. All right, Scotty. Have a good one, that's buddy. Great. You got it, baby. There you go, Scott Pianowski, Yahoo Fantasy Baby, and Sports Grill. Eight great locations. They just opened up the Doral location. It is awesome. It's about a mile, mile and a half, right down 87th Avenue, uh, just north of uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, golf course in Doral. And it is a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. Eight great locations. Don't forget, you can take the sauces home. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you got all the college basketball action going on. Great place to catch it is at Sports Grill. Go to sportsgrill.com so you can find the nearest location to you Sports Grill, Miami Dolphins, and NFL
0: Report with Scott Pianowski. This is the SportsGrill.com Dolphins and NFL Draft Report with Yahoo Sports' Scott Pianowski. Cheer on your favorite South Florida sports team at SportsGrill.com. With eight great locations, go to
5: SportsGrill.com and find a slice of sports heaven.
4: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your inner miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at CanesWare.com or innermiamiware.com Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where Inner miami is. And
5: all Miami sports fans shop. Welcome
0: to Red Light Therapy, a revolutionary technology perfected by
7: NASA to aid in muscle strengthening and recovery. Red and infrared light has the capacity to penetrate deep into the cell's mitochondria, potentially leading to increased energy, faster recovery, and the optimal performance your body demands.
5: Train. Fight. Recover. Oh, I think I know what this is.
0: Houston, we have a package. Hello?
7: No matter where you are, the Sloman Shield Home Security System guards your home. With next-gen perimeter protection, 24-7 monitoring, and interior motion sensing. And right now... Get a free Sloman Shield security system and doorbell camera, all professionally installed,
5: for free. Shield your world, the Sloman Shield. The viewpoint viewpoint statements or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, media grouping, ownership, management, sponsors, or website. South Florida sports teams. Very few in the media have witnessed,
0: lived, and covered it like the Big O. Let's start the program dedicated to your favorite South Florida teams with a passion that's unmatched. The Big O Radio
5: Show is on. Here's the Big O.
1: as always, thanks to all of you there for keeping it locked in on the program. Uh, Please hit the the like button subscribe hit the notification bell of course all of those things allow us to grow and grow and grow and grow like nature b has allowed my hair to grow and grow and grow because you get fuller hair my nails dude i I think i cut my nails like i think every week okay because your nails grow so fast when you're taking nature b it's amazing less stress highlighting libido uh, muscle recovery, the added energy, boosting your immune system, which is my favorite thing. This is why I rarely have a cold. And I always say that all the time. And my buddies at one point, you're going to jinx yourself. I'm like, dude, I've been at this for 20 years telling people that I rarely have a cold. And do I, do I have a cold? He goes, yeah, you rarely have a cold. And I go, yeah, because it's nature B. That's why. And it's a virus-filled world. So, yes, I got to take my nature bee. And right now, we're going to give you a free Manuka honey lip balm when you order it. And we've got a 100-day supply. So, for over 90 days, only $85, 85 cents a day for those two golden capsules every day, baby. $100, and that'll carry you for over 3 months. It's a beautiful thing. Those two golden capsules and they do so much. And we're going to throw in a free Manuka honey lip balm. So if you're dealing with those dry lips, you're in an area where it's kind of dry in the country or you're traveling and it's really cold or whatever, and you need the lip balm like I needed it last week when I was in Indianapolis and I was able to use it. We'll send that over for you. So really, 85 cents a day is a joke. You probably throw way more than that a day doing other things. Meanwhile, you can actually protect you and your family. This is great for the kids. This is great for the adults. You can't OD on this stuff. It's all natural, it's plant pollen, it's potentiated. So they break it down. So that way, when you take it in, you absorb it right away. And here's the other thing that I love about Nature Bee when you eat anything in a capsule, you don't want to taste what's inside that capsule. Okay. And that's usually because it's made of some lab somewhere, you know what I mean? This is all natural, right from Mother Nature, right from Earth. Open up that. Taste it. You'll see. Doesn't taste bad. That's the other thing. It's it's really amazing. Go to naturebead.com and protect the entire family, man. Check it out. A 100-day supply, two a day. Plus, we'll give you the free Manuka Honey Lip Balm. So go to naturebee.com slash big O. That's naturebee.com slash big O and order it now. That's it. That's it. Uh, what else do we have? Big O. There's a middle school recruit that Walt Dog knows. He's in the class of 2027. Do you know about him? His name is Clarence Jones. Uh I know Clarence Clemens, but not Clarence Jones. And 2027 is too soon. We uh, Sean and I just did a video. We're breaking down 2035 recruits. Okay,
2: it's coming out soon.
1: Yeah, he's he's editing it now because he's he's working on you know the under uh, 45 pound teams. So you know it's you know we're someone we're, we're
2: learning to run before they walk.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're really projecting here on the show. So that's the way we like it.
2: Showing a lot of the uh,
1: intangibles. Exactly. It's very important to show those intangibles. Big O, appreciate your hard work in getting Jones on the show yesterday. That was special. Well, did you miss Skylar Thompson last week? Did you miss Nick Hicks to his trainer? And we've got some uh, big names coming up that hopefully will be joining us next week. So we're gonna keep adding and and uh, we're gonna have more dolphin players, current and former joining us because it, it's 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 been recepted really well, okay? The reception has been awesome. You guys are loving it., uh, we see the numbers. So we are going to give you more of that, and we are working our asses off to get as many Miami Dolphin current players and former players on to uh, to give you a little bit of that football fix all throughout the offseason. And plus, uh, Shauna and I are noticing that the the basketball and hockey talk isn't necessarily rocking the world right now for you guys. <laughs> Apparently, you have completely lost any faith. You've lost all faith in the Heat and the uh, Panthers. He's
2: doing as good as Kyle Lowry playing games.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So... Big O coming through on the show. Haven't missed a day. Great stories. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. All right, good. Good. I'm glad you guys uh, are, are not missing that. All right, let's do it. He's ready to go, right? Let's release, let's unleash
0: the fur of the wolf pack. We unleash the wolf pack. as we get the latest in the NFL and the Miami Dolphins with our KSDT CPA Pro Football Report with NFL Network insider Cameron Wolf. KSDT is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDTCPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305-670-3370. Here's NFL Insider, Cameron Wolf.
1: Alright, there he goes. All right, Cam, so what the hell is going on, bro? How much he's not there? There, there we, we go. go. He's back? There okay. We go. All right, Cam. What the hell is going on? How much are you asking the Dolphins for? Because they're restructuring a lot of goddamn money for you, bro. Hey, man. I, I, hey,
7: I, I would love. I would love a piece of those restructured contracts.
1: You're you know, busting right? our cap here, bro. I want. Yeah, I, I yeah. want the team to win, and they're trying to sign you. What hey, the hell is going on here? Hey, I got a big price, you know. Got a Obviously.
5: Big price. <laughs> yeah. I just, I
1: just read it from Jason. You know, Jason at Over the Cap, and it's. Damn, dude, $49 million they've opened up uh, between all those guys. That's a lot of money. So um, are you getting the feeling that, yeah, of course, they'll sign their guys, Wilkins and Sealer and that kind of stuff, but you get the feeling they're going to make a little splash in free agency, right? Not Not the kind of splash last year, but I think one to two names – not talking about just decent role player. I'm talking about like a Bobby Wagner, like a like a Poyer, you know, a couple of – one to two of those guys. What do you think? Yeah, so fans obviously fall in love with the names,
7: right? To me, I, I think the big thing is I think they are going to be players as far as the player market. Like not, as, not necessarily rotational players, key starters. Now the question you ask is what position, right? And so I think they'll spend a lot of their allocation on the defensive side of the ball. You're going to get a backup quarterback. You're going to get a running back, but maybe not spend big money there. Defense side of the ball is a position that you need to turn over. They ran it back last year. That's not going to be the case this year. And so you look at inside linebacker, look at cornerback. They released Byron Jones and need another guy in that position. And then maybe safety. Those are the three spots I will watch. And I think you'll probably get at least one of those guys that make you go, "Okay, let's go. At those spots, and so I don't, I don't have any names yet to tie to these guys and say, "Hey, Bobby
1: Wagner." Well, I'm not asking like you for guys. names. But, I'm just um, asking, do you think? Yes, there'll be a player, or one or two of those yeah, kind of I, I do think. I about. do think. I think you'll see more volume
7: than huge splash, but I do think you'll see at least one of the one or two of those names that make you your eyes open on the ticker.
1: Uh, Byron Jones, did he just retire on us uh, on Instagram? Uh, I didn't see anything. Did he post something in the last 30 minutes? Uh, pull, pull up, pull up my tweet. Just just go to my Twitter page and pull it up. Uh, I, I just, uh, oh no, actually I did no, I did not. I did not. I, I, I'm sorry. I actually sent the picture to his agent. I was, I was asking his agent. I'm sorry. Cause I, oh, okay. I know his agent. Oh. Uh, so my bad, uh, Sean, do you want me to email it to you? I can email it to you. All right. I'm going to email it to you. So he tweet, he, 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 um, he tweeted out uh, or Instagrammed out a picture of him being hugged by a teammate, and he put the end.
7: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you can if, turn you, that. If you check ways, check right? your phone. Check your phone. Go to no, no, Instagram. Go one. to. Byron. I saw that one. I saw that yeah, tweet you. or the IG post.
1: Yeah. So, 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 did he, so, the thing
7: there, you can interpret it two ways, right? You can interpret it the end with the, the Dolphins or the, the end, end of the Dolphins career. or the end with his career, right? Because he's obviously got a Dolphins player there. That's the last team he's playing. We know he's going to be released. Is he saying his official goodbye to the team or is he saying goodbye to his career? That's what's not clear to me um, at this point. You know, I know there were some reports once it came out that Jones was going to be real, that Jones put those tweets out that he wasn't retiring, but I haven't heard anything definitive um if you can't walk or run that makes you seem like you can't play but the question is is he going to continue to try or is this it i mean he's got enough money if he wanted to call this a career but i don't know if i heard anything official that this is the end in
1: okay um you know how dolphin fans are so i gotta freaking ask you this i I apologize ahead of time yeah okay braxton barrios you Uh know they want to sign everybody that becomes available but but I'll, I'll give the Dolphin fans a little love on this one. They do need a returner. Since yes. the great Jakeem Grant, as mm-hmm. you know, I I lead the Jakeem Grant fan club, as yes. you know that. Yes. Uh, I miss Jakeem Grant. I wish they would have never – I wish Flo would not have traded him. But anyway, um, they do need a returner. I don't think he's that much of a receiver at this level. But mm-hmm. then again, he's your last receiver if you have him on the team. But he's a pretty good returner. Is that something? And again, that's kind of a role player, not a big time splash player. So your thoughts on Braxton Burrios to Miami?
7: Yeah. So ideally in the team building process, I'd say you'd rather have a returner who can do a little bit more for you rather than just be a true returner. That's why you see a lot of teams who have a returner who's your, your third or fourth receiver or that's your third or fourth cornerback or safety or something of that sort. Uh, because if you're paying a guy like Braxton, you're probably allocating a few million dollars. And so you want to have dual purpose. But at the same time, we saw at times last year just kind of how that return experience went. And it did not go great for the Dolphins. And they clearly did not want to use Tyreek or Jalen in those roles because of their usage on offense and how valuable they are. And so you've got to ask yourself, there has to be a a somebody that's their returner. And so I don't know what the price value is for him. If it's a you know a minimum or close to a minimum, maybe a little bit more, then maybe it, it makes sense. But if it's something where it costs three, four, five million dollars, I don't know um how far they go in that bucket. I do, do know they were interested in him last offseason and they 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 tried to go get him. The number got too high and they moved on. And so I'd imagine it's probably the same thing. They have an evaluation for him, how much they want to allocate for him. If he gets more than it, we'll keep moving. If we can get it for that number, then bring him home.
1: Where does uh, Aaron Rodgers
7: end up, Doggy? Jets. Jets. I think he becomes a jet. Um, it's funny. I actually spent time in GMFB uh, last or this week, earlier this week. Those weeks blow by. And Aaron Jones was on set with us and um, you could almost feel him like cringing every time we talked about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets because he wants his buddy Rodgers to stay. Um, but it seems like, you know, you go down this road when you let a player talk to teams and he still has a team flying out to him, their owner, their head coach, their OC, they're making an the all in pitch. They're all in on trying to get Aaron Rodgers. And at this point, it's really up to Rodgers. He's the only person who can make this not work. It seems like the teams have an understanding of what it would cost. The Jets want him. And so it's just all it's going to take is Aaron Rodgers saying, Yes, I want to go to the Jets and I think it'll be done. And so we got to wait on Rodgers. Like we've been doing much of the offseason, but I think that'll be the last decision. I just don't, I just think Green Bay is ready to move forward with Jordan Love as their quarterback. And if Rodgers is taking these meetings, doing all these different things, it seems to me that he wants to keep playing. And so that that's a direct line to me on the Jets, Aaron Rodgers. And then we could have the great debate that seemed to happen on Twitter of who's the second best quarterback in the AFC East.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 we could. Although, although I think the guy that plays here had a better year than him last year. He did.
7: He did. You can't argue that you can you can you can argue about you know the the long term career obviously he's got air rodgers got more skins on the wall more practice. obviously but, yeah but last year last year if you look at the stat lines it seemed pretty clear it was it was have had a better year but you know we'll see i mean it would make that afc east a lot more fun it would make it you know really tighter you know it was pretty clear bills were number 1 the dolphins when healthy were number 2 and then it was the the Jets and Patriots three and four the Jets will try to close that gap between the the Bills and the Dolphins obviously getting a guy like Aaron Rodgers to go with that defense
1: all right let me set you up for failure you like that <laughs> all right ready yes let's do it who will succeed and who will fail or will both succeed or will both fail Jordan Love and Trey Lance yeah baby
7: Okay, so I will. I'm not gonna give you a on the fence answer here. I'm gonna give you. Oh, no, I don't a, want no a, fence. I want yes. you to fail. So, so Jordan gotta, Love. Gotta go somewhere. So Jordan Love will secede. Trey Lance will fail. Woo. Woo. I give uh, you. Why? I, I, hey, I gave you straight. That's what I feel. I love it. I love it. But why? So, and so here's a situation I'd see. Um, Jordan Love has been watching Aaron Rodgers for the last three years. Everything I hear about him is he's not Rodgers but he's improved dramatically. And the way I've seen glimpses of Jordan Love has been better than anything I've seen from Trey Lance in his short time. Now, Trey Lance is is younger and he hasn't had as much reps, but it seems to me that every time the 49ers have an opportunity to talk about Trey Lance, it's, it's very subdued. It's like, well, we just need to see more. We don't know, we don't... And when I hear the Packers, they are so adamant that Jordan Love is ready, he's gonna be our guy. And I think there's something about that I do think the 49ers will have some sort of competition between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance and camp and Brock Purdy's coming off the elbow injury. If Trey Lance can't win that battle, that's going to say a lot about where he is as a quarterback. And I I just, I just think that Jordan love, you put him around the right pieces, you get that running game intact with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You're going to see him succeed in that Matt LaFleur offense. I've seen some tape of him in preseason. I've seen some tape with him in Philly. I think that he – I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I think that he's going to be the quarterback that has the best chance to be the long-term starter with their team um, compared to Trey Lance.
1: Okay. All right. Does Lamar Jackson get his contract?
7: No. I think that uh, Lamar Jackson returns to the Baltimore Ravens. He does not get a contract um, with another team. I think eventually he's going he's to make this shopping and talking and do whatever he does, and I think that eventually – he realizes whatever his value is, whatever the Ravens is, they come to some agreement. And some point in the next two or three months, you hear Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have an extension. They kiss and make up, and they act like they like each other the whole time, which wasn't the did, case. <laughs>
1: did you did you did you hear Emmanuel Acho? He he made a great point that it, what's what's tougher also on Lamar is that everybody knows you're not getting Lamar, so. Teams are going to go, why the hell am I going to even negotiate with the guy? Why am I going to do the Ravens' work for them? At no point the Ravens have said, oh, no, uh, we're trading him. We're moving on from – no, they've always said they wanted him. So that's also probably why a lot of teams have said, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Why? Because why am I going to waste my time talking to you? I'm not going to end up with you. And he was right about, you know, with Watson, you knew you were getting him. If you won the bidding war – You knew you were going to get him. Here, you can't win the bidding war because the Ravens will match it. And this isn't one of those poison pill type of things. You can't do that in the NFL. So it's just – it really, Ocho is right. It's ridiculous for any team to even negotiate with Lamar because you have no shot at signing him.
7: Right, right. Um, So that's a part of it, obviously. The other element that people aren't talking about is – You essentially tie up your cap space if you do make an offer sheet for five days. The way the NFL offer sheets work, you put up a contract. You have to have that cap space and the ability to sign that contract for five days. And so that takes you pretty much all the way out of free agency. And so if the Ravens, being the petty team that I imagine they are, are probably going to know within 10 minutes if they're going to match the contract. But they will milk that five days because you have the nerve to – sign their quarterback to an offer sheet why not and so you get screwed in the own elk like you said along with the fact that you you probably don't feel like you're going to get them and at the same time it i I took this on gmfb it feels like the ravens and lamar have badly needed couples therapy because you know he has a perception of his value and they have a perception of his value and they're talking they're talking they want to talk to him more they say he's not communicating he had issues with how they talked to him in certain elements, the injury front. You hear receivers talking on social media to the GM, all kinds of ways. There's a lot of drama there. And so this period gives him a chance to have other teams mediate their issues, essentially, and say, hey, right. this is what we think you're worth. He comes back to the Ravens. This is what they think we're worth. The Ravens say, yeah, I agree or no, I do not agree. And you're either continue your marriage or you're divorced. It's very simple. After two years of just bickering and, you know, giving people the cold shoulder, not giving people the cold shoulder, we're going to get a resolution. And so I think everybody is going to be excited that the end of this, you know, dispute is coming to an end.
1: All right. Follow him on Twitter at Cameron Wolf. Catches work there at the NFL Network. Cam, as always, appreciate your time, my man. We'll catch up next week. Have a fantastic weekend and a, a great broadcast there at 1 o'clock on the NFL Network. You'll be live. On the NFL Network at one, right? Yes, sir.
7: Are are you still on at one? I was about to say I'm going to invite the viewers to come on and watch, but I don't want to take them away from your program.
1: No, no, no. We get off right at one. We're we're going to be off. Turn on NFL Network, but but it's all on demand, anyways, bro. Yeah, Yeah, turn on
7: on NFL Network one o'clock and. Talk some That's ball. Right. I'm on all shows, so I'm talking like four or five different teams, including the Dolphins. So
1: there you go. Wow. Support our guy Cam there at NFL Network at one o'clock. Cam as always. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate Sounds you. That was good. All right, man. Got it. There you go. Appreciate it. I. It's 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 funny, and of course that is we have unleashed the Wolf Pack in our CPA. Hey, We're in tax season coming up here. Business taxes, personal taxes. We got offices in in Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. Going to open one up in North Carolina, uh, coming up. Call the great people at KSDT CPAs. They will take care of you. They are amazing. They can help your business grow from payroll, all kinds of accounting issues, uh, healthcare. You name it. Uh, you, you, they can help you in in in. Every which way possible that you can think if you're selling your business, if you're trying to plan ahead and trying to, you know, kind of forecast what's going to go on, they can help you in so many ways so your business can grow to its maximum potential. Reach out to the great people at KSDT CPAs. They know how to get it done.
0: This has been the KSDT CPA Pro Football Report with NFL insider Cameron Wolf. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full-service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at ksdtcpa.com or call
5: 305-670-3370.
1: It's funny because sometimes people, like you saw Cam there, say, oh, uh, you know, I don't know if you're on that one or something. And uh, whether it's um, Manny Navarro, and he has you know his podcast that he does with the Athletic, or or def- different people when they come on, they always worry about cross promotion. And to me, it's like I don't mind promoting your podcast or where you're at. It's it's all good, man. We all we all in today's world, it's all on demand. And when you come to Canesware, everything is on demand, and that's why Brett is a tireless worker, and that's why he's always loading this place up. Brett, how you doing, my man? You feeling good?
9: Awesome today, Big O. Awesome today here at the store. It's a good day. Can't complain. It's a great day. It's a great Friday. So when do you start the move? We start the move on... uh... Uh, probably in late May, early June. We have not announced it publicly. I mean, it's been out there. People know people come in the store all the time and say, when are you moving? And the answer is, uh, soon. I mean, they, so it's, uh, probably late May or, or early June. There's a big sign outside the new place. It's in the same plaza, right, right next to where we were by Las Spada's before on the other side of it. So it's a shorter walk for me after the
1: show is what you're saying. Exactly.
9: A little shorter walk for you. If you're going to Las La Padas, you know, cause I'm going to Las Spada when I get off. Here. All right. Awesome. You know, it's uh the spot you're going right there. We're right there. We're on the. Uh, you're walking to the spot as you see on the, on the left-hand side. Okay. So we're gonna be a little bit bigger. Uh, right now we have about 1,500 square feet of of uh, actual retail space. We're gonna go to about 2,600 square feet of retail space. Wow. So that's exciting. That's like uh, Jesus. That's over 50% growth. Yes, it is. So it's uh, it's a good thing. So we'll have our back room and everything right there, shipping all together, which is. Uh, so, uh, so we're excited. It's going to be By a lot way, I tell
1: people all the time, you guys are maniacal about your shipping. We
9: are maniacal. We are. Jeff and the team are fantastic. I mean, it's uh, a blessing that they can get things out so fast. They I mean, get it
1: out almost some, maybe the same day that you order it. Sometimes. Exactly. A lot of
9: times the same day. A lot of times I'll see Jeff. He'll say, I'm, I said, what do you got there? He said, someone just ordered this and it's within five minutes. Not all the time. But within five minutes of when the order came in, he's got it packed and ready to go sometimes things go a day or two, a day later, but most of the time he'll try to ship it out the same day.
1: Yeah. So, again, wherever you're living around the country, mm-hmm. go to canesware.com. You can check out the entire store in there. And then over $99 is free shipping. So it's a beautiful. Exactly.
9: Over ninety nine free shipping. uh, Great thing. Uh, You know, shipping costs are going through the roof now like everything else. I mean, they're going through the roof. And uh, but still ninety nine dollars. We're still offering
1: that same deal. And it's not that hard to get to ninety nine dollars. I was laughing because today, you know, the the job rate went again uh, like record jobs, three hundred some thousand jobs. And 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 it's like, okay, the job, the job force is strong. And I go, of course, it's strong. We all need two jobs just to survive, bro. (laughs) <laughs>
9: Does that it, count? Does the two for one count? Yeah. That's, so you got they're four cheating. Jobs, four jobs
1: and two households. Well, last, time, last time I checked, there aren't less, you know, homeless people on the street. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, a lot of that ain't changing. Yes. Yes. It's just that mom has to have a second job and dad has to have a second job in order huh. to pay all the damn bills. So it's not like they're doing a great thing. It's just that everybody needs, and so yeah, shipping is going up. Eggs are going through the roof. Like, what, well, dude? You know, give me a break. It, it costs fifty five dollars to to buy an po- omelet today nowadays.
9: But the positive thing, Orlando, the positive thing is the great thing about what we do here is sports brings people not only together. That's but right. But it also gets you excited. A lot of people come in here; they'll spend fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and they'll say, "What." And I'll say, you know what? They'll, they'll say, get a they, lot for it. They'll say, you know, that that's that's less money than going out and getting a couple of drinks now. That's right. And what do you have after a couple of drinks, right? right? A, a you hangover got, and maybe something else.
1: That's it. Meanwhile, right. that UM hat will last you all season long, exactly. baby. Exactly.
9: Some people have their hats for they collect them. They get a new hat. Some people get a new hat every year. Some people every week. That's right. Especially when the teams are winning. And like speaking of winning, how about the Canes?
1: Yes. The
9: Canes and Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami, too. Inter-Miami, the first time ever, 1-0. 2-0 no, sec-
5: no, so oh, now.
1: I know that. So now. We're Two and zero, so it's uh, we've we've reached territory that we've never seen. And and if they win this weekend, tomorrow in New York, and they start winning also on the road, and Messi's coming, I know you said I know you want your Messi jersey,
9: and we try to get it for you, but the uh, the the powers that be say not yet, which may be a good thing.
1: Okay, but I can make one. Yeah, we can make one. We're gonna
9: we're gonna see how we can do it. Hopefully, they're talking. Someone's talking to someone's talking to someone because I said people want them. The big O wants it. I want my Messi jersey. So hopefully, you know, so. Yeah, the person that I spoke to couldn't make that decision on his own, obviously.
1: So okay. he had to talk to somebody in the higher up. So uh, I just got to buy a blank one and then and yeah. then get it printed, and that's it. Yeah, so I want, buy,
9: and we got great. So we just got in. Speaking of that, we just got in the black ones. We got them uh, just uh, this week. The new black uh, uh, alternative jersey. Is There's in an idea. The
1: Come get your blank yeah. jersey and make it a messy jersey. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a it. 10 and messy on it.
9: Yes. I'm exactly. going to get ahead
1: of the game here, bro. Let's do it. Mess it up, baby.
9: That's it. Let's, maybe we, let's, let's mess good, it up. Let's get a good shirt. So so not only that. So we got the new black one right now. We got, of course, the pink one, which they're wearing, which are two and and which is yes. two, and not only two and oh, two and o, both games, right? Two zero, two zero. That's right. Two nil, as they say. Two 0 Exactly.
1: So we've got And the last game was awesome. Oh, that game was phenomenal. The the that that goal from Taylor off his chest that mm-hmm. one timed it, that was badass, man. Wow, that was good. And then Moda hit the post on another one. I mean they it was like an exciting brand of soccer. It was fun. Like, Neville's done a really good job.
9: Mm-hmm. No, really listen. good job. What is this, the second or third year now? Third now. Third, yeah. So it's taken him that long. He'd really never
1: coached before, He right? inherited crap the exactly. first year. So that, what he's doing. Because they fired the other coach, and then he inherited the rest yeah. that year and, and all that mess. And then the second year, last year, they it, it infused it with 19 different players. Mm. So And then the team got better as the year went on. And now they've started off with the foundation that they have set. Mm -hmm. Because you know how it is. Yes. We all know when you have a coaching change, there's a philosophical change. And then all of a sudden, you know, Fangio's going to go through that now. Mm -hmm. It's a different defense, so he's going to require some different players. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some turnover now on defense that you're going to see with the Miami Dolphins. I don't think you'll see a lot on offense, but you'll see some on defense. And then it takes the coach a little bit to kind of get it going. Mm -hmm. And Neville, you you've seen the growth from when he took over that mess to last year and now this year, and I'm I'm really I'm really so think, psyched. So the, the the Canes D- basketball team is a lot of fun to watch right now. And, yeah, and, and, Duke tonight
9: seven o'clock.
1: We just yeah. got the we
9: just got a bunch of new items. We got the ACC championship shirts. Uh, We've got the uh we've got the uh the new uh we've got the new jersey they wear that's really cool. Uh, a couple other shirts really exciting. You can canes order basketball. them online. You can order them online, or stop on the at the store. Jeff and I are both here today. Say hello and talk sports. That's the great thing about Canesware. We talk sports. That's We're right. fans. That's right. Fan owned shop. We talk sports. We've got the canes tonight. We got the uh, obviously uh
5: Heat in basketball Miami, and Heat Panthers. basketball,
9: Panthers. We got the retro jerseys, which have been hot as can be. Panthers in a playoff run. Actually, the Panthers have won two in a row. They've won two in a row. Which is, like,
1: big for them because yeah. they went through a streak. I, uh, I wrote this down the other day. They were in a streak where they won and lost 11 straight. Yeah, wow. 11 straight where they won and wow. lost, won and lost. And in the last 32, they were 16 and 16. Wow, which is the ultimate win-loss, win-loss. So the fact that they won these last two, and if they can win again tonight, and maybe they... And now, by the way, they're all healthy now.
9: Yes, they're healthy now.
1: claire everybody's there, so maybe that's kind of been the thing. Maybe it's not so much on the coach. It's been a lot of the injuries, and then new system, and trying to bring it all together, and I don't know. And and, and the, the goaltending hasn't been his fault either when it's... The defense. shaky
9: this defense has been a problem for us forever but yeah. hope listen we control our own destiny I'm a mean, weak remember the yeah. blues a few years ago the blues they were the worst team and they ran up and they won the t- and they won the cup so right right now we've won two in a row we got to hope for the other teams to lose but that's going to happen I mean uh, Pittsburgh won that game they were down four nothing that was a big tough loss they can't lost for the Panthers that they came back one five four we didn't play them but if we can win win out or just keep winning at a good clip they'll get to the playoffs yeah, If they we'll get to the
1: playoffs in. they're going to be a very tough out. Be uh, be fun. The only thing is, they'll be at the bottom end of the of the playoff ringer. So it doesn't matter as no. long
9: as you, I think every they play better That'll against be the good teams. Yeah, I don't want to play the Bruins in the first round, but they do play better against the good teams.
1: All right, so let me ask you a wacky stat that you probably won't know off the top of your head, but you can probably give me a ballpark figure: How many different items with the UM logo are inside that building?
9: That's an excellent question. We probably should put that in a jelly bean jar or something like that and people go ahead and guess it. Uh, with uh, I don't know. There, there's got to be uh, a thousand, I'd say. I mean, I, I, that's a good question. We're, I'm going to look at it and have an answer the next time. But there is quite a bit, and there's more every single day. I think that's a great hook for you too. There you go. That is a great hook. We're going to go with that number. I like to say a lot when there's a sale. I like to say like right now we have our clearance like, sale. You, you, imagine you can tell people. Items. Yeah, yeah. I like to say yeah. How many items have the U logo?
1: Yeah, like I'd
9: say at least. I'd say so I think we're over under a thousand. I don't know which way I'd bet on that one.
1: I mean, think about that. You can, you can advertise, you have over a thousand different items with the UM like logo that, yeah. on it.
9: Call it the 1K Canesware. Yeah. I like it. Good idea, Bigger. You've always got the good idea. So I'm not just blowing smoke here. You do. Uh, we try. So we got the uh, Canes basketball. We got the Dolphins, obviously. Uh, a lot happening with the Dolphins. The defense, the intern. I, I don't want to touch that subject that you are all over all the time. Two or two or two, which I'm fine if two is the guy. Yeah. Uh, Plus, Bloom, by, by the that... way, we
1: got free agency. We got the draft next month. Yes. So you want your Dolphins gear of course. to go to your Dolphins bar. Uh, wherever you're at around the country, you can order it now so you can get your Dolphins gear before you go to your draft party or if you have it at your house. You want to style your new dolphin shirt for the 2023 season in the draft, man. You got to go to caneswear.com, exactly. man. We'll have the draft hats in shortly. Uh, but you're right. A lot
9: of dolphin stuff. A lot of times we get coaches and players' families coming there because we have things that the uh the store doesn't have, which is kind of exciting. You see coaches, families, players' families, and it's awesome. So uh, so that's a good thing. So we got that. They got so we got some heat. We got some Marlins. They're obviously opening soon. They're what one nine and one in the spring training. Yeah, you know they we they, don't uh, go there at all, they so. they're 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 high they're a, they're they're a they're like the Heat. They're yes. struggling to score. They are. so exactly, exactly. So, but right now all the sports are going. I mean, we have every single sport pretty much going. The Canes is here. Canes hoops is here. We got Inter Miami. The Dolphins draft is coming up. Like you said, spring practice for football. We got the Heat basketball and we got Marlins baseball.
1: What what are we what, are, what what am I pointing at? Uh, let's, what Brian says I got my Hurricanes ACC champ shirt today from Caneswear. I ordered it last Saturday, so there you go.
9: Well, so awesome here. Considering uh, we, they didn't ship them until Tuesday. That's pretty fantastic. So we didn't actually they didn't ship them to us till Tuesday. We got them Wednesday and Thursday. You've already got it today. That's awesome. Thank you. Who's that, Brian? Is that
1: is that is that yeah Brian Walters yeah. All right, Brian. All right. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, where's Brian at? Oh, what All city right. are you in, Brian, by the way? Yeah, what city are you in? He's he's hardcore. He's here with us every day. You know, we get a lot of people oh, come to right.
9: the store and say, I, Brett, I love the Big O. I ask everybody, you know, where do you hear about us? But a lot of times they'll just come and volunteer. I listen to the Big O religiously. You have a following that is at, that you don't even know about.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I, feel... Brian's
9: from Orlando and Orlando's from from Miami. Look yeah, at that. There okay. you go.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that if there's one thing I've been blessed with my entire career... Has been a very, very loyal. Fan well, agree mix. or
9: not, agree or disagree with with you. Uh, you know, you always try to tell like it is. Yeah, that's the key. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. You if you're a, if you're a complete homer. Yeah, you're not gonna like me at times. Yes. there's times I'm
9: screaming, "What the heck am I doing listening to this guy?" But then I turn right back in and I got to hear it.
1: And I've killed the Dolphins for 20 years, and now the last two, I'm I'm like you know, last couple years here, I'm on this bandwagon. I really feel like we're finally headed in the right direction. And people, some people can't handle that. I'm really positive about the Dolphins.
9: Yeah. So, so quick way, You remember you? I mean, be- I just call it like I see ah, it. What you do? do you want you me to do? T- you weren't a Tannehill fan, right? No, you never. I was never a Tannehill believer. But do you think Tannehill could play under this offense with these receivers?
1: He could, he could, he could move the offense, but he can't win for you. Still, big. All right. That's my problem with Ryan is that when when things get hairy and it's off script, that's where he struggles.
9: My son Matthew's huge Tannehill st- fan still, so he disagree. But uh, but you know, but uh you know, a lot of people I love Tannehill when he was running the ball. I just thought they never put him in the right system. But let's hope with Tua they've got him in the right system. Yes, oh yeah. You know, let's just hope he can throw some out patterns this year.
1: Yeah, uh, by the way, it says Salvon Achman re-signed with the Dolphins per Jordan Schultz. Ahmed, Is that true? all right, cool. Yeah, right. All right, That's so surprising. so so that okay, so then they've got to work on, on Wilson Ahmed and most got
9: forty eight million dollars. No. Okay, wow. No. <laughs> Actually, you know, I think you know he's a good, you know, secondary. Back he's joking because him.
1: that's what they that's what they opened up in cap space. That's why. Oh, he did was, they okay? Is, so
9: uh, we got that with uh, with Tyreek. What twenty eight million we got today? We yeah. opened up there. Yeah, Tyreek,
1: so. Teron Armstead, and Chubb opened up forty nine million dollars.
9: We've not we've not signed uh, the DT yet. Not yet. I mean, that's they'll get him. Hopefully. They'll get him. Yeah, yeah a, they'll, they'll sign Wilkins.
1: Both of them, Sealer
9: and him. All right. so I'd say Wilkins is the most underrated defensive player. In- God, he's so awesome.
1: He's so awesome. What? Oh, one year, 1.8 million. Okay. I take it. I'll take it right now. Yeah, man. To be, the th- to be the third running back? And, Hell a, and, and yeah. they
9: said they're going to they draft somebody, too.
1: And listen, I'll give and Achman a lot of credit. Every time they dialed his number up, he was ready. Yes, he was. Every single time. He was awesome. All right. Anything you want to uh, promote that, uh, that you got new going on? Any sale? Anything that people got to check out? Well, your phone doesn't stop. My mother. Oh, okay. You you, you might want to get that.
9: Uh, (laughs) 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 Bob, no, I was trying to shut it off. So, you know, you know, we we, we love our parents. Uh, So (laughs) God bless them. So uh, what, what do we got here at Canes? We got always a clearance sale right now. We've got uh, 50% off, over 300 items, including inaugural Inter-Miami jerseys. We've got a lot from that 2020, so they're really nice. We've got them for 40, $49, so regularly $130. We have the Beckham uh, alternative jerseys. We have the Beckham alternative jerseys for $39. Uh, we've got uh, lots of Canes items. we got all the new basketball jerseys. Uh, items right now just came in the ACC championship, ACC championship shirts. Uh, We've got a ton of stuff. So uh, come on down to Caneswear. We're open till seven today, 10 to seven on Saturday and uh, Sunday, 11 to five or caneswear.com 24 seven.
1: There you go, Brett. As always. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you and your support of our platform, man. Thank you. I'm always glad to do it guys. Thank you for coming out. Thank you, my friend. There you go. Bright as always, and and come see everybody, Jeff, everybody out here at Canesware, man. They just know how to take care of you. And again, they'll ship it out right away at 2511 South University Drive in, Davey. Go to canesware.com. All right. By the way, did you see Rick Patino? He's 70 years old. Iona's 25 and 7, 62 and 21 in his three seasons there. And now they say. St. John's and Georgetown could be interested in hiring him. Tell you, 70 years old. Is he still getting uh, hand jobs under the uh, table? Anyway, all right, uh, we are out of here. We will uh, see you guys on Monday. We thank Ira Winderman, Manny Navarro, Scott Pianowski, Cameron Wolf, of course, the man, the myth, the legend that uh, masters this entire platform every single day, Sean Stanley. We thank Brett Gittleman, of course, and the great people out here at Canesware for making it nice and easy for us to uh, work every single time out here. Remember, go to canesware.com. You order over $99, you will get free shipping. We'll see you guys on Monday. You all be good out there and have a safe weekend.